where's the other guy? It's just me tonight. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us once again on one of our live streams. Uh, it is going to be a two-man show tonight. Um, some of the technical issues are to do with AJ's side, so I think he's just getting those fixed at the moment. He should be here any minute. And the show will continue. Uh, thank you, everyone, if you are joining us live. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I see a few of you in the chat there. Thank you for joining us, as always. Uh, how's everyone's week been? And I'm not just delaying the time. I'm genuinely interested. Now, while we're waiting for AJ, there's a few things I want to get off my chest here, because goodness gracious me, there's a few things that have happened in the world of movie news over the last few weeks, over the last few days, right? Oy. So, first off, Everyone down in the comments, let me know. What movies did you go out and see this weekend? Have you all been to the cinema? What did you see? Also, have you seen The Northman? What did you think of The Northman? I must know. Um, yeah, so CinemaCon, that's happening in... Huh, that's happening in Las Vegas at the moment. Ain't that a weird one? Because Sony... You done fucked up again, haven't you? You done fucked up again. So Sony have announced that they're casting... Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny of all people, the the famous, I guess he's famous now, he's a massive selling artist, the famous rap star. Um, he's been cast as a villain called El Muerto. And if you're scratching your head going, who the fuck is El Muerto? You are not alone because he's essentially an unheard of Spider-Man villain. Now, I'm sure AJ will join in a moment, but I think even by his geeky comic book standards, El Muerto is an unheard of. Here's how unheard of El Muerto is. News outlets are reporting that he's the Marvel's first Latino superhero. First off, that's not true at all. Um, but here's how fucked up it is. He's not even a superhero. He's a supervillain. This character is so unheard of that the news outlets can't even get his identity right. And here's the other thing, right? You've got Miles Morales, who's Puerto Rican. You've got Spider-Man 2099, who is Mexican. The noise that Sony are making about, oh, we wanted to do El Muerto because we wanted to have a Latino character. It's like, cool. You, you really could have done a Latino character without having to do this continuous cock-knocking, self-cock-knocking of, we must make a universe with Spider-Man villains. It's like, that's not necessary. If you really wanted to fill your, your Latino quota, which I know it's a horrible turn of phrase, but it's that's the way they phrased it. If you really wanted to fill your Latino quota, why didn't you cast Miles Morales in a live-action movie? If you really wanted to fill your Latino quota, why didn't you cast Spider-Man 2099? Hell, take Oscar Isaac, who's voicing the character in the upcoming Into the Spider-Verse movie, and put him in a live-action movie. There you go. You've got two ready-made characters who the world is clamoring for. But no, we get El Muerto. Sorry, oh. I had to jump in there. You were doing so well, and I left it. until you said Oscar Isaac, which is obviously cool, but he is also Moon Knight, so that would probably be why they didn't cast him. Cool. He's Just Moon Knight in MCU, not in Sony's verse. Yeah, but they're somewhat connected to a degree. So, like, cool. He was also Apocalypse, which are now connected to a degree. I, to I, get, that. I get that. So that but argument's dead. Listen, the mark, the 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 the, 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 the makeup allows it. Like, Thanos is Cable. Like, there are some shit that we can't get away with. But by the way, um, hi AJ. Hi there. <laughs> how you doing? Hey, screeners, how you guys doing? Fucking um, a. I talk about comic books, and he's like, 
<laughs> yeah, it was like a bat signal. That was it. That was the time to like let me know. I'm, I'm yeah, a bit out there, a bit late. Where, yeah, so apologies. Where do you stand on this? Because for me, it's the ultimate level of stupidity. What Sony? Um. So I I did see the messages. I did see the messages going around earlier, and I I was on board with everything you guys were saying at first. And I haven't read the article, so I can't say it. But I I, I appreciate what your what is being said between superhero and supervillain. Um, I know Bad Bunny is an absolute huge name in the Latin American world or any sure. Latin speaking, you know, country. And, and I'm, use I'm, him. What, Just don't make him El Muerte. No, I get it. I get it. But make him I'm, make him Spider Man twenty ninety nine for all. Yeah, I but there's also this part that I think that we just have to be honest that whoever he's going to be a villain against is how can I say he okay he shocked the world and I don't mean to bring it this way he shocked the world in the wrestling front and showed that he could do a couple of bits he's not going to be an Oscar nominee tomorrow and I think having him in a Lady Gaga was he he could he could do listen he could do and I'm not knocking him if he does thank you for proving me wrong if he did but I'm more on this on the vein of I tried to take it back and put it from another position. If I saw the first time I heard Ice Cube was going to be in the movie, you know, Ice Cube's obviously gone on to do great stuff in the world of film. But even at Eminem, I think even crossed my mind. I was like, I wouldn't want to hear Eminem was going to be Spider Man. I wouldn't mind hearing he's going to be involved in the film somewhere back in the day or something mm-hmm. like that. And I think it 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 waits to be seen. If it's on a Morbius front and he, you know, like it's a villain, but from his yeah. A villain fronted movie again haven't seen it as yet but something like that i don't know where we're going with this and again to, for a latin representation what do you mean you don't know where we're going with this it's really it, simple no is, is it he's leading el Murte is the film or is it that I, again I, oh, really, I thought you meant with sony casting only villains as that well <laughs> no, no 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 but that's what i'm saying it's either which way is it going is it part of a film that he's just going to be featured in it and he could be just a sub character in it. I I don't know what their full part is, but they're making a big hype of it because it's Bad Bunny, which yeah, like the guy earned his flowers essentially. And that's like you got to remember one hype. thing, and this is where Sony, as always, are fucking up. Character actors are there to serve the role. The role is not there to serve the actor. They are becoming a part of a grand vision of a director, of a studio. They are there to lend their talents to bring a character to life. The character is not there to give them street cred. No, but attraction is attraction. Like, it, it's a fact. Like, let's Sure, no, back. attraction is attraction, of course. Like, Use Bad Bunny. But like, no, Wayne Johnson, wherever he is now, in terms of being, like, the most, the busiest man in Hollywood, when he was cast as a Scorpion King, it was not for anything else but fucking attraction. Like, there was nothing in it, and it was street cred, essentially. And it so was a five-minute cameo, if anything. But again, again, but the, the whole thing was hyped of he's going to be the Scorpion King, da-da-da-da-da. Mummy 2 came out, then they made the film The Scorpion King. This could be on a very similar vein. Like, we know he's there. It's the attraction to get people to be like, oh, he's going to be there. I don't know. It's fucked. It it's should be... Right. Spider-Man 2099 in a live-action movie. It should be Miles Morales in a live-action movie. It should be more of Tom Holland doing Spider-Man movies in the Sony-verse. I'm fine with all of that. Stop giving me these shitty villain movies. Like, it needs to actually stop but now. This is what I'm saying. Officially, it's a villain movie, yeah? This is what, what's... 
Well, El Muerte is a fucking villain, so yeah, it has to yeah, be a villain. Movie. He's the lead title character. It's not just yeah. Okay. And he's so unheard of, as I said. That even the news outlets are like, "Hey, first Latino superhero." It's like, nope, nope, nope. You got that one wrong. <laughs> that's that's wrong on so many levels. I don't even have time to go into it. Yeah. It's a sad world. Also, have you been following the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? <laughs> I've been seeing highlights of stuff. I haven't been seeing in which situation of what has been said. I just see it just seems seen that... those mashups of like with the titling and him trolling Amber Heard's lawyer. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. It's this is what I've been five doing. minutes of great entertainment. This is I've been seeing stuff like that. And I've been like, yeah. 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 What else do we have in the world of movie news? Apparently, uh, Warner Brothers are saying that the Batgirl movie, which was meant to be coming out on HBO, that is now apparently getting a theatrical release. And I could not give two flying fucks. Probably because The Flash shouldn't be getting a theatrical release. But that's just my own personal opinion. Ain't it a funny world we live in whereby fucking Ezra Miller is in all sorts of trouble now and they're doubling down on releasing this on this Flash movie. Meanwhile, Disney, the House of Mouse, says, Oh, made a public apology to Johnny Depp saying, We're sorry, Johnny. And here he is in a trial. Yeah. Weird old world we live in, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Weird old world. Anyway, I've bought you some time, mate. A few people here. Francis Lalonde's in the house. Drop the bomb. I see that, Francis. Uh, hi, Nico. Has AJ tried chewing on the table? That was my guess while he was being delayed. Yes, it was the guess. No, no, that wasn't what that was. I'm, do you want the God's Honest Truth? Yeah. That's in the realest of real. So yesterday, work had a staff party. I literally burnt candles on both ends. Got home this morning. Not this morning. Got home today, yeah, after my yeah. shift. That's how bad it was, yeah? So I had a day off yesterday, started Have work. you done a fucking full day of work on an all-nighter? Two hours sleep. And I'm not even going to get into where I slept, but two hours sleep. And no, I no, no, home. no, no. That's, did you sleep on a park bench? I'll be no. 15 again. No, <laughs> no. I, yeah, it, it's a... It's a can't be displayed. Disclosed you life. shouldn't really be doing that when you've said you haven't earned it. Had it <laughs> sleep, mate. Like, no, no, for no, those no. of you listening um, on podcast, AJ just tapped his nose as if to yeah, say, "Hey, yeah. I haven't had any sleep." Yeah. Hey, pod squad. No, it wasn't nothing to do with that. Hey, but, pod uh, squad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Everything clean and well, legal, but just. Did yeah. you have a bit of that yayo? Did you have some Charlie? Did you it have some? Nah, nah, did you have like that? that. But, yeah. Did you have that Colombian marching powder? Wonderful thing. So I got home. Got home, and I was like, "Okay, cool, yeah." I'm just going over a list, making sure I haven't forgotten any. I'm still not too convinced on how great my list is, but I'm confident with it. Every, these people have fiddled that. And in that time, AJ fizzled out himself so badly. And I swear to you, for all intents of the truth, uh -huh. I, I woke up and I'm like, I, I couldn't remember what room I was in. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I'm here. Okay, <laughs> right, okay fuck, yeah, oh, shit, it's Tuesday. Like, it was the biggest, okay, right, images, get, yeah, uh, yeah. All over the place within minutes. See, I was about to come in here and tell you how busy I've been in that last night. I did a two at uh, seven a.m. to two a.m. shift tonight. After the podcast, I'm going to go back to work probably at two until two a.m. Then I've got a nine a.m. call tomorrow. Like work is non-stop for me. But I get you had two hours sleep, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's one of those things. I'm like, I, yeah, I've done it. I, yeah, wow, okay. I don't think I still had that in me, but eh, evidently I do. But just about because I, yeah, a few minutes late for pod. You're so gonna sleep so well tonight. Oh my god, mate! 
Oh my god, I'm like, I'm actually jealous of the dead sleep you're gonna have. It's gonna be like you're gonna like wake up in the same position you went to sleep in, you know, even if it's like a weird position, like your shoulder dislocated and like your leg yeah. above your head, you'll be waking up like right, this is how I went to sleep. <laughs> dead sleeps are the best, mate, where you literally wake up as you went to sleep. It's like, oh, I had a good night. Yeah. Dead sleeps are great. Who else is in the house? Andy Hart's in the house. The Northman is amazing. Probably my film. Yeah. I agree with that, Andy. Hey, it is the film of the year so far. AJ, I don't know if it's for you, but don't listen to Big Tom when he's like, it's shitty. It's not shitty. It is. I said it in the review. It is not for everyone. If you are not used to Robert Eggers' work, this film will throw the fuck out of you. If you are expecting Gladiator, adjust. <laughs> adjust very quickly. It's brilliant. Gavin Man says, good evening all. Glad to see you on the big telly screen tonight. Yes, it's yeah. always all me a moment ago. Hey, bye, AJ. Hey, and we're back. <laughs> August Fernandez Britos, old school, too sweet to you, August. Hello, mate. We need a Miguel O'Hara in a live action movie. Yes, we do. Andy Hart says, Miles Morales will be the next Spider-Man instead of recasting Peter Parker. We'll see. I'm not convinced. Listen, in a world where... Sam Wilson is now Captain America and Jane is to become four. That's not entirely out of the question. No, it's not. It's absolutely not out of the question. Spider-Man, I do think, is kind of like Batman, though. I think he's one of them holy characters who it would really like him. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. It would be very, very hard to recast any of them as different characters now. I just think that, that you, you know, you got your A-class heroes now, everyone in the MCU. But like when you're talking Peter Parker and Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent, you are talking hallowed ground. Like you don't it, fuck with that it, for a lot of, for it, a lot of it's people. It's the name that's linked to the superhero. I yeah. agree. I, yeah. I agree. But I also believe that the stock of Tony Stark is somewhat in there now. It wasn't as much before, but it is now. Oh, he's definitely gone from being a backup dancer to being an A-lister. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I, but he's still relatively new in the worldwide public domain now, um, which yeah, is why I, I think again, he can still where, be messed you with. Know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. When, when does that reset button come on the Marvel Universe? I, I... Oh, you're going to be waiting a long time, my friend. Probably, but I just... I... I don't know. It just becomes a point of when... Riddle, when riddle, riddle me this. Riddle me this. How long has it been since Disney acquired Fox? And I'll make you laugh now. It's going to freak you out. It's about two, three years ago now. Five. Oh, there you go. Five years. And we haven't even seen the X-Men and Fantastic Four yet. Mm. Trust me, bro. This ship's going to be around a while. <laughs> we haven't seen Blade. We haven't seen Galactus. We haven't seen the Silver Surfer. We haven't seen Doctor Doom. We haven't seen the House of M with Wonder going crazy. This ship's going to be around a while, boy. <laughs> Trust me. This ain't going anywhere. Mm. The fact that they're so confident in this now that they can permit themselves to do like mini sagas between phases. It's like phase three ended. Are we in phase four? No. We're just in like some sort of sub-series multiverse phase and phase four is going to come after it once the X-Men have been introduced. That's going to be phase four, as I've always fucking said. Um, but yeah, 
Like, this is how confident they are. And it's like, we don't need to give you a phase until we're ready. Yeah, bitch, get in your lane. Fucking wait for your phase. And we're all going to be like, okay. <laughs> That's how much they've got a seating out of their hand. They're like, Adam Cole, baby. What they say, we listen. Perfect. It's, it's true. It's Perfect. true. Uh, Gavin Mann says, my recents are National Treasure. Oh, dear. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Gavin, you didn't like National Treasure? Please comment, National Gavin. Treasure I want to hear two, about I that. I think I could agree with that. National Treasure 1. I, uh, National Treasure 1's great fun. Good fun with it. Yeah. Um, also, so Brastoff, Pop, and Moven Caller. Wasn't into that at all. More bad than good, sadly. I can't say I've, seen, I've heard of Brastoff and stuff. I can't say I've seen Moven Caller. Watch Brastoff on all four and found a few others on there that will hopefully be good viewing. A fantastic woman, Francis, Harmona, Lisa, and the Guilty. I will check those out, Gavin. Thank you. Billy Mount Third is here. Hello, Billy. Thank you for joining us. I really want Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and Charlie Cox's Daredevil to team up in an MCU movie. Oh, my God, don't we all? Oh, God, don't we all? It's coming. It's going to come. It's going to come. Uh, Andy Hart then goes on to say, Sony have to keep pumping out the villain movies, otherwise they will lose the license. They don't have to pump out villain movies, though. They could make these Spider-Man movies I'm talking about and still retain the license. Yeah, but then uh, the Spider I think Spider-Man has this huge tie-in with like the Disney side. And I think that's where they 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 keep like pressing this this it's like a little booster jab, if you would like. Oh, you think we're physically? No, no, we're still here. We're still here. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that unknown entity, and it just kind of works. And Notice how Kevin Feige's name hasn't been anywhere near these villain movies. Kevin, do you want a credit? No, no, no. You're good. Can we please put you on credit? Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. Billy Mount says Ezra Miller should be fired from Warner Brothers. I second that motion wholeheartedly. Um, and then Billy Mount goes on to say, "What did you think of Ridley in the Batman? I loved it." <laughs> AJ, not so much. I feel like it was portrayed wrong. I, I understand what they're doing. I don't feel like he needed to be um, displayed as a terrorist. I mean, essentially, he's a, he's a villain taking over the town. So, yes, he is a terrorist in that sense. But this whole mask crusader who looks more like Phone Jacker than the Riddler until, like, it's a cat face. No, like, legit, it's, it's the truth. Like, I just, I feel that Paul Dano had that Dano Dano. Apologies, not sure how it's pronounced. But, um, I think both are fine. But um, I, I feel like he had the visuals and the facial expressions to be able to pull off a good Riddler that I could have bought into. Mm. Um, again, I, I, I say it and I will not re refute what I said. The shouting really got on my nerves. I don't feel I feel that I feel part of the Riddler again. And it's not that I'm it's going to sound really stupid considering I love the hype of what Jim Carrey delivered in Batman Forever. But I don't I believe say. that the Riddler should lose um because he believes he, he's actually smarter than Batman at most times, you know? Or he is in smarter some than stories, yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is because of that that level of intellect, the frustration I get it that frustration get better better of you if Batman outwits you, which I don't feel Batman did essentially a lot through the way. That frustration he had against Gotham shouldn't resolve in that he he's above that. And that I, I felt it was it was portrayed in a way that I don't necessarily agree with. I don't hate it. I just don't agree. I feel like you could have had this very into better than what we did. That's just my personal opinion. That's fair. Um, this one's directed at me, but I want you to answer it too, AJ. Billy Mount says, Nico, what did you think of Moon Knight? So I fucking love this show. 
I adore this show. I still think One Division is the best thing that they've done on Disney Plus series wise. This is a very close second. And you know, AJ, I've been the biggest basher of these Disney series for the most part. Falcon Winter Soldier had one or two episodes where I was like, this is good. For most part, was shit. Um, pff, Loki was like, fine it had mo the moments where they weren't going comic book in loki and it was like two guys acting off of each other i was like this is good um and hawkeye was horrible hawkeye was fucking horrible it gave me a fucking what was it a quickie mark bloody fisk i was like this isn't cool this is awful considering what we got in daredevil and now this guy and it's the same actor <laughs> this is horrible awful mm. uh, and speaking of the disney sony time what are your thoughts on the post credit scene in oh man it's Billy? Spoiler territory. this is spoiler territory so i'm not going to answer it what i'll say is that i did address this in my review which is on the channel so go and check that out because i do address the post credit scene in there just because it's still out in the cinema i don't want to go into detail on it andy hart says the batman was batman's movie not the villains movie this and batman begins in the only times this has happened that i agree with thoughts aj of course no i'm, I'm not here to dispute that but it doesn't mean we have to weaken the villain <laughs> the portrayal of the villain i'm not saying the, the riddler was weak either but i'm just like it, it was a batman movie um i feel batman begins is a very Bruce Wayne adapting to Batman. This one I felt was a very Batman movie. I don't feel that Bruce was early years Batman. It's just, yeah, it was just, it <laughs> yeah was... someone should have told him, it's like, you know, if you're going to be a dark emo that stalks people, you should probably not do that when you're Bruce Wayne. <laughs> but this, this, did you get what I'm saying? It just didn't. Oh, I always got it. I never disagreed with you on that. Yeah, it, it was just weird. That was, yeah, I thought that was astute on your part. No issue. Right. 20 minutes in, let's talk movies. Right, let's do this. That are actually in our top tens. <laughs> yeah, okay. So before we start, would you like to, you know, give a rundown? Yes. So for those of you tuning in for the first time, thank you so much for joining us. If you are new to the show, please do be sure to hit the like button, hit the share button, tell anyone who may be interested and help us grow. It would be greatly appreciated because we are here every week, 8.30 p.m. UK time on Tuesdays, unless we let you know the week before the win up, which is very rare. How does the show actually work? AJ and I each get assigned a topic. We go our separate ways. We come right back here into the recording and deliver to you, the movie fans, the silver screen dudes, our individual top tens. This week, I will go first delivering my bottom three. AJ will then deliver his bottom three. I will deliver my next two. AJ will deliver his next two. And then we will trade one apiece. If at any time while we are running off our individual top ten lists, one person has a movie in a high position, that person will say, what? We will punt and talk about that movie when we get to the high position. Once we have both rounded off our individual top tens, we will create the movie Mount Rushmore. These are the four quintessential diverse must-see movies of the genre, which this week is... Well, it's not really a movie genre, but anyway, top ten actors who fizzled out. And, okay, guys, what happens... And by that? actor, just want to say, sorry to cut you off, AJ, by actor, we are including actress, but I don't think the term actress is acceptable anymore. It seems to be on and off, on and off. We're talking men and women, essentially. Actor, in this sense, is a broad term for male and female. Carry on. I, you know what? I, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I'm not going to get into that debate. We're 20 minutes in already. Um, yeah, okay. So, what happens after that is we, the Silver Screen Dudes, have the challenge of, of 
creating or must-see movies or for the top four, essentially. And then it goes over to you, where you will head on over to at MovieMTRushmore on Twitter, where you will get to vote for the opportunity to vote for the best of the best of the best. El Capitan El Numero Uno. The must-see of that specific category. Last week, our topic was... Last week, our topic was top puppet movies. Right. And our contenders were... Our contenders were Pinocchio, Gremlins, Team America, fuck yeah, and The Dark Crystal. There was, just so you know, equal equal pegging for third position. And then we had a second and a first, obviously. It was all very, very, very close this week, AJ. While we're on the... Oh, anyway, I'll do this result first and then I'll continue. I'm just being vindictive just because of the way I was with in terms of these films. Dark Crystal at number four. <laughs> I told you there was no four. It's a joint bottom three. I thought, oh, I thought you said in, until the last minute it was a... I thought, I thought no, you said it's it was joint bottom three, thought, joint bottom three, then a two, then a one. Okay, sorry. I thought you said it was like that and then the four. Okay, well, mm. then number three, Dark Crystal. Yes. You're right anyway. I just wanted to be... Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, last. Right. It's not last. Um, and Pinocchio. Oh, well done. Fuck me. <laughs> See, I wouldn't have guessed that at all. But yeah, well done. Dark Crystal I actually and Pinocchio. Feel like he should have been... It's weird because he's the go-to, but when you start listing the others, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. In at number two, Gremlins. Gremlins. Fucking well played, Gremlins. You got Fuck it, mate. Yeah, because my boys are in at number one. Team America, baby. <laughs> but now, now here is the... Um... Here is the kicker. Dark Crystal and Pinocchio both got 21%. Gremlins got 26%. Team America got 32%. No. Could you do me a favor? I've got a really important business call from the BBC coming in. Could you please... Ooh, name dropping, are we? Oh. Yes, fucking right I'm name dropping. I'm showing off like a motherfucker to help my ego. Um, could you please do the whole pod VOD ad? buy me a coffee and where you can find this yeah, thing. All right. right, so guess what? Nico was full screen. It's my turn. Right, so while he's on the phone doing that, that um, introduction, how did you guys feel? Were you happy about that? If you weren't, did you vote? If you didn't vote, then maybe you're a bit to, not to blame. Well, you are to blame. It just proves that with us, the voting counts, it may be a bit corrupted elsewhere, but it's that way. So what did Nico mean by VOD, POD, and Live Squad? Right now, if you're watching this show as of... 907 GMT, you are part of the live squad. If you're watching it tomorrow or any other time in life, you are part of the VOD squad. Again, if you are watching it at any time aside from live, drop us a message. We will. I'm just going to mute him because I can just hear him in the background. Um, yeah, <laughs> not going to disclose his face. Yeah, you are part of the squad as well. So that's that. And then obviously, there is a pod squad. This show, if well, we started off on YouTube before we could do lives, and then we kicked off in a a, a podcast format so that's there talking podcast format bear with me one second we are available on spotify itunes apple Co apple podcast castbox deezer spreaker iHeartRadio, podchaser tune in stitcher ngo7 and all you have to do is search for moving mount rushmore and that's how you can be part of the pod squad so guys if you are one if you want to be live squad and pod squad you are greatly greatly appreciated and yeah we, we appreciate you for that but pass it on to anyone who is very into pod very much into Video on demand, maybe like we're everywhere. 
as you guys know. So we really appreciate that. And as much as there is that appreciation, if you do want to, and as Nicole also, for less than the price of coffee, your, your daily Starbucks, not that I do Starbucks, but that is, you can still buy us a coffee. And how can you do that? If you love our content, you can buy us a coffee at http www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash movie dudes. And guys, literally as little as you want. And there is no obligation. We aren't going to be those guys who are like, Oh, we've made it now. We're making money. Um, the podcast is to be paid for. Seeing that on other platforms, never really agreed. And I know Nico will echo that sentiment. So, no, we are here for free each night, even if we are slightly <laughs> fizzled out. But we're here and here for your enjoyment. So I truly appreciate all of you guys. Let's see what comments have been going on. Uh, where were we? Hey, you're muted. Come again. In the words of a great man, hey yo. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Yeah, no, I just muted you because I could kind of hear you in the background. I didn't want you to be like unveiling any issues. Appreciate it, man. Problems. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all so the all that. the plugins been done, names have been yeah. dropped. Yeah. I see mixed memorabilia is in the house. Hello, mixed memorabilia. Thank you for joining us. Haven't seen you for a while. Thank you for coming back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We ready to rock and roll with this bad boy, AJ. We are indeed. All the plugging's been done. We've done the pod, VOD, and all We've of that. We've done live yeah? VOD, pod, said, comment if you're watching on VOD. Coffee? Coffee? COD? Yep, we've done the coffee. We've done the list I of said pods. COD. <laughs> Fuck's sake, carry on. I said VOD. I didn't say COD. No, so, I said COD. Oh, like you said COD. There we are. Someone's hungry. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll call it duty, but yeah. Okay. Oh, that is also one. <laughs> have you ever played James Pond? What was it? Yes, I have. It's fucking great. What was it? It had something COD in it as well. Was it? It wasn't Codfather. But yeah, that was a great game. It was a great game. That nice pull. In at number 10, we have been talking comic book movies, and this one is going to make people raise an eyebrow, and I'll need to elaborate on it. Robert Downey Jr., let me break this down. I can't disagree. because Let me break it down. The guy, I mean, if we take The Rock out of the equation, because The Rock kind of effectively took him over. For the last 10 years, well, pre-2018, the guy has commanded any amount of money that he wants in Hollywood because he became what, he became the biggest movie star in the world. He could turn around. You remember when I think it was at Civil War time when they were going through that really aggressive renegotiation. And he basically said, no, you're going to pay me 250 million. End of. And they listened to him because he was Robert Downey Jr. Now, you look at actors who have done. No, but it's true, though. You look no, no, at no, actors. I think, I think you've answered your own question. What do you mean? Yeah, as to where, where, why has he got it? Where has he gone? Like, nah, I don't buy that. I don't buy that for a minute. No, because here, 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 here what you're saying, and sorry to cut you off in whatever point you were going into, right? You're talking Civil War. You're talking deep in the middle of it all. To recast Iron Man would have been fucked. It, it's essential. Like, it and was he okay. knew that. He knew yeah, his value. Exactly. exactly. So it, it, you can recast Rhodey in, from Iron Man 1 to 2. Mm -hmm. That's not a problem. You can recast Hulk. Again, this was as the ball started to roll. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anything post Avengers is now kind of difficult. To... Yeah, yeah. I hear all that. And, and that was that. Now, since that, and I quite enjoyed it, but 
since being Iron Man, we've had Sherlock Holmes, The Judge, and Doolittle. So there's a ve- you've, you that that statement you've just made needs to be broken down very very clearly. Yeah, I'm I'm breaking it down in two things. Is that one? Aside from being Iron Man, those films didn't make the biggest. Well, break it down further. Yeah. I need I need to get further into this. The Judge was a passion project he made because he had a lifelong aspiration to work with Robert Duvall, and it was made with his studio. That was okay. an, literally a passion project of his. I enjoyed it, but yeah, so yeah. did I. I liked The Judge. I thought The Judge was good. The other one you mentioned was Sherlock. That was a success. Sherlock <laughs> was a success. There's a big difference. Sherlock and the judge came out while he was Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Doolittle came out after he was Iron Man. That's the right. difference. Okay. And, and I won't listen to the whole, oh, he made all the money he wants. No, I this wasn't saying he made all the money he wants. I'm not saying I you say that. I'm saying there may be people who say that. There I are people who may say that. Too high. Uh, mm, I, to be honest, I hadn't actually thought of that. But then, you, but this is where you know you have a publicist. This is where you renegotiate. Because let's be real: like if you go on Robert Downey Jr.'s IMDb page at the moment, like yeah, there's Sherlock three that's been announced, but that movie's been announced since Sherlock two came out, and that was ten years ago. Yeah. I believe Sherlock 3 coming out as much as I believe Johnny Depp playing the Riddler in Christopher Nolan's Batman movies back in the day. It's an IMDb thing. It doesn't mean it's happening. So, for a guy that big, for legitimately the guy who who was the face of of, of the shift in blockbuster focus in the modern age, for this guy to not be fucking working now? Because I know, like, it seems like it was yesterday because it was one of the best cinema moments you and me have had together. It's a few years back. Endgame was a while ago now, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. when you look at Michael Fassbender, that guy leveraged his position as fucking Magneto and literally put out four or five movies a year. Tom Hiddleston is doing the same thing. Now, I know the argument could then be raised, oh, but Chris Evans isn't doing it. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Evans ain't Robert Downey Jr. That's just a fact. He doesn't have the same acting chops, although I fucking love Chris Evans. Let that not be mistaken. He doesn't have Danny Jr.'s acting chops, and he's not hes not on the same level of star. He didn't command what Downey commanded. The fact that this guy is struggling to work at the moment, I know we're only three years in, which is kind of like, oh, it's a bit fresh, give it time. It's like, but no, the movie industry is you strike while the iron is hot. You don't look at like, the next big thing and be like cool we'll we'll cast him in three years is that no he's big now you use you were just talking literally about the bad bunny star power before that Ooh. iron man star power is still hot people oh, aren't you it's I'm, insane i'm not saying differently um i i wonder if the world uh, he needs he i wonder if he needs to be unseen as iron man and that's what he's given time for and that sounds weird but <laughs> I, I think I, more, more Iron Man. We, I mean, he'll be back as Iron Man. I don't have any doubt about that. But do you agree that that is a valid pick? Putting it, Downey it, Jr. It, it, in there. It's not one I would have thought of. I'm not mm. opposed to it because when you think of it, it's like, well, yeah, it's been a while. Mm. Irrelevant of what, you know, like when you watch something in terms of how quick people can churn out projects and some of the examples you've listed there are very valid. Yeah. 
Do I feel it's a bit fresh? Yeah, but it's a good point. It is fresh. That's why it's my 10, yeah. because it's fresh. But I thought about it yesterday, and I was like, yeah, where's this man at? Where's RDJ? Anyway, my number nine. I have a feeling you're going to pump me here. In at number nine, a favorite movie from the movie Mount Rushmore. Edward Furlong. He kept playing in my mind, you know, and... I actually don't know why it made the list because I'll, I'll tell you what, yeah. Your nine kicks my nine's ass tenfold. My number 10 was literally just a dig at you. My number 10 is straight up nothing but a dig at you. <laughs> just because I can. Because it's the one time I can get the troops to really be hashtag with AJ. My number nine was just one Yeah, because they're never I'm with AJ, am I? It's not like there was a fucking <laughs> hashtag born out of the army of AJ followers. Yeah, yeah, no. Let's get more fire at Nico. Bring no, it. No, up. no, no. Do you know what? Because it's one of those like running gags. It's like there's a the for AJ, there's this one for Nico. It's just that. That's my number 10. Are you gonna Ed Furlong really played on like really played with me, and I just I don't know why I left him out, to be honest. I I it's weird because there was another so childhood. Yeah, there was another childhood star. I know exactly who you're thinking of. This guy was a better actor. Well, this is it. This is it. And this is where I was like, well, I'm going to leave it. And I'm like, between American History X and Terminator 2, like, he, 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 he's he got it. And then there's that, D is it Detroit Rock City you keep telling me about? Which I haven't yeah, seen. which is great fun. Yeah, uh, bro, I don't know. I don't actually know. Because there were some people, I, I, and especially, again, with my number nine, the guy just stuck in my head. Because I'm like, age-wise, it makes sense that I'm not seeing much of you. I should have gone Furlong. I'm not, I'm actually kind of pissed with myself. Furlong is a crazy one because, you know, it's it's very common that you get child stars like the other guy we're thinking. Is he on your list? No. Okay. Macaulay, right? Yeah, Macaulay. Conley. Yeah, right. You get child actors like Macaulay and then, yeah, like Macaulay, they fizzle out. But the difference is Furlong showed he had chops as an adult. Yeah. Yeah, good chops. Yeah, chops it. that were putting him in amazing movies like American History X, acting alongside powerhouses like Edward Norton. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. It, it, uh, I yeah, mean, I... drugs in Paris Hilton, I know, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, don't don't write him off because your number ten was a guy who most people thought was Hollywood blacklist, and look at him now. We're asking where is and, and okay, so what you just said, which Andy Hart mentioned, where's that? Andy Hart put a really good comment here. Yeah, here, not the first time Downey Jr.'s career fizzled out. It's because it went like if people were to say to me, Oh, but he's got all the money in the world, it's like, blah, 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 blah. he's been excommunicado, he's been full on John Wicked from Hollywood already. The fact that he came back, I refuse to believe that he would just be like, I'm good now. Mm. that's again why I was like, he needs to be in because like, it's it's mad. But yeah, Furlong, the fact that this guy literally had the world at his feet, Arnie vouched for him, Paris fucked him, fucking Edward Norton was like, <laughs> this guy's legit. The world was crazy about him. And then he went full on Kaiser Selze. Gone. Madness. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my number eight. Um, it's an interesting one because at the beginning, what made me sad is that this list was made up of a lot of women, a lot of women. There's still I tried to women. balance it out. I did try to balance it out. It was like a five-five on this for this. It honest. is a madness though how fucking hard the women have been done though in Hollywood. I also find that there's that that statement, and I would tell people to go back to season one. 
where we talk about the difference the between a age. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sad. I don't yeah. like it, but that's the way it is. Yeah. Um, just because you said women, I don't even know who you're going for, but I know there's that thing in that. We've always said it is that they, they're, they've got this major young hot attraction thing and the whole world likes it. Then they, they vanish, maybe do a bit of TV and then they come back as a more mature star. Well, this so this woman, I think, definitely fits into the age argument that we were talking about. But I mean, I mean, she's still smoking hot. Um, not the one I was going for, but you'll agree, Julia Roberts, man. I wanted to put Julia. These, these are two very good shots. I'm actually glad you mentioned. Um, I think when we done our top ten <laughs> actresses or female actors, whatever we called that episode, Julia was quite high for me. And I was yeah. Like, I don't want to like draw for it again. And then I found out that she kind of took time out for her family. So I was like, it's a reasonable fizzled out as opposed to like, where, well, where have you got? Well, that, that, that's the reason that Liv Tyler is not on my list. Okay. You know? Liv Tyler just said, I'm retiring. I'm going to go and be a mummy. That wasn't a fizzled out. That was a, I'm done. <laughs> There's a difference between, hey, I'm not getting roles anymore to I'm done. Julia's still working, but it's not. I heard because I was looking. I must admit, Julia was the one that I did research, and I was like, "Huh? Oh, she was taking time out to be a mum." That's what I heard, and I just left it as that. And I, I do remember her being pregnant in one of the ocean movies. So yeah, mind you, that was ages ago. Yeah, boy. Yeah, 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 boy. This is what I'm saying. That whole "I've gone to be a mum" thing was a while ago. Remember, time is a fucked up thing. As I said earlier, Disney acquired Fox five years ago. That's a madness or in itself that it's been five years. Julia Roberts, I mean, this woman is, let's go with the obvious things that Hollywood likes. Is she beautiful? Yes, tick. So she automatically gets into most movies because Hollywood is like that. Can she act? Oh, yeah. Can she act well? Well, she's an Oscar winner. Yeah, like. The woman's got... Where, where's your head at? No, I'm, I'm just making notes. I'm paying attention. Mm. I'm trying to think of the last film she was in. That was it. I was literally Googling that, but I'm just... IMDb is always a good place. Um, but but it, 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 the mind boggles that... Because Julia Roberts, like, this is a recent photo of her. Look, this photo is recent. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not a woman who you would say is uncastable. Like, no. she's still one of the best looking people on the planet. You know, she's like yeah. female Jared Leto or Jared Leto is like male <laughs> Julia Roberts. If you prefer to go down the other, like they have no business being that pretty at that age. Like I look, people are like, oh, I hope I look like Julia Roberts when I get there. I'm like, bitch, you don't look like Julia Roberts now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the fuck do you think is going to happen in 20 years? Some miracle. <laughs> You're going to be beaten with a beauty stick. No, no. Yeah, you, you get me. Oh, I have yeah. one dude. Right? I don't know. Fuck it. Josh, my old manager from Fire Center, he doesn't watch the show, so it doesn't matter. But um, he literally said to me, like, we, we were going through photos of, like, Arnie and Sly. And Arnie's, you know, he's got older. He's let himself go. Sly's 77, and he's still jacked. Yeah. And I remember Josh in the office saying, well, I said, oh, God, I hope I don't look like that at that age. And I'm like, don't worry. You won't. You don't look like that now. <laughs> And Josh is like a big guy, you know, sort of belly out here. And he's like, oh, I hope I don't have a six pack when I'm 77. I'm like, bro, at the rate you're going, good luck making it to 77. <laughs> I don't, motherfucker, I hope I don't look like that. It's like, you wish you would look like that. Yeah, come on. Body shaming someone who's ripped. Like, this is the weird world we live in. Yeah, yeah, 
they look after themselves. Let's body shame them. No, no, fat protection. But the people who are ripped and make an effort to stay in shape, no, no, they should be shamed and condemned. What the fuck has happened to us? That's a whole other debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's 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 one of the Yeah. So Good that was pick. my bottom three, AJ. Your bottom three, please. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I actually feel like I'm being ass kicked for once, but it's it's cool. Right, guys. You know where I'm going for number ten because it's we have to we have to because every every episode this trolling comes out. So it is number ten, especially for you, bro. It's Mara Wilson. Oh, you're yeah. a dickhead, you know. <laughs> Come again? You're a dickhead, you know. <laughs> Throw all the comments in, guys. Let him know that you want to know. Has he seen Matilda yet? No, he hasn't. No, yeah. he hasn't. Honestly, that was purely why. When I thought of like the child star actors who have come along. Yes, Macaulay Culkin was there. I don't know. Ed Furlong, for some reason, I fucking really Mara Wilson that. over Macaulay Culkin and Ed Furlong. The fuck out of here. Yeah, but I, I just kept thinking, I was like, it, it needs to be brought up because people always want to know. There's only a few things you control me with, you control me with when it comes to movies. Hang on to them, brother. Hang on. You're gradually taking them off, so it happens. But hey, yeah, I was going to mention it earlier before your phone call came in. I actually watched about two or three episodes of South Park. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Um, what's annoying? What's good? Is... You can't hear me right now. I just did the biggest fucking like Maradona smile face you could imagine. Like you're enjoying South Park. Um, yeah, it's they're actually like. Where's I the think... gift of the rock when you need one? Finally, <laughs> <laughs> it's like season twenty two or something, and it's leaving in like this month. For us. Like, ah, like I'm gonna have to do the AJ search for the rest of them. Put it that way. Yeah. So yeah, great childhood start. She was in Mrs. Doubtfire. And another film based on a Roald Dahl book. So I just thought I'd mention her. I had a promising start and chose to take the world of education first. Yeah, yeah the world of gay teacher. conversion therapy education. Come again? Mm-hmm. She's with Chris Pratt on that whole gay conversion therapy train. Isn't she? I'm sure she's a lesbian. Your point being. So why would you... You've never met gay people who believe in gay conversion, self-hating gay people. You've yeah, never, but you've I thought she was quite. Thing. It's an I, thought, I actually thought she. I actually thought she was quite an advocate for the LGBTQ plus community. Mm, that's not what I've read, but okay. That is pretty shocking. Like when I say shock, well, I'm not getting into people's political views, but I just never heard that. I'd actually heard quite the opposite. Right. Anyway, we will. <laughs> leave it there because i don't just i just don't want to get into that angle shouldn't have tried trolling me oh maybe that's probably why you're trying to troll me back but it's fine we'll leave it there just because you know who, that <laughs> is, who we won't get into let's just leave it right there right okay. just quickly anyway. i need to read a few comments out here tucky says she was treated like a complete afterthought in oceans 11 and i can't remember much since this is the point this is in reference to julia roberts gavin Mann says two females that made my honorables were gina davis and a gina davis and amy Gina Davis was an honourable for me, 100%. Yeah, what happened to Gina? Well, Cutthroat Island happened was, to Gina. That was essentially what the problem was there. There's a few comments I can't read out here because some of the comments, some of these have made my list. So I'm not ignoring you guys, but some have yeah, made on. my list. I'll, I'll, I'll avoid clicking on all of them. Gavin Mann says, Nico, I saw an excellent collection of rock memes that questions if he'll ever finish putting his cufflinks on. 
<laughs> you must see it. He's always got that pose. He's always got that pose where it's like it looks like he's putting cufflinks on. No, I'm. I'm not a big mean like, guy. Magazine or something. Every time it looks like he's just fixing his cufflinks. Doing a James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne Bond. Right again. As I said, you're number nine with Ed Furlong. Completely kicked my ass. Completely kicked my ass. But Go on, you sir. know, we were talking Arnie. We were talking Slice Alone. Mm. These guys went on to like continue making movies and then it like became part of the expendables in this this guy just became cause of light and i just couldn't unsee it <laughs> john claude van damme i don't I know why i just that. couldn't undo john claude from my head it's not going to be high but it's not going to over it's not going to be lower than mara wilson because that was just what it was have you seen jcvd yeah have you seen a movie called jcvd no check it out is that going to just like nullify this whole statement? Yep. Yep. Oh, fuck you. All right, we'll leave it there then. <laughs> <laughs> You're not no, I'm going to be like, yeah, he's just going to be like, no, you're right. but if you've seen the film, that rule, da, 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 da. So I'll just. And it's a recent yeah. one too. No, bro, it's on Amazon. I cannot stress enough. And by the way, this goes out to everyone. And based on some of the topics that AJ and I have coming in the, in the following weeks, JCVD is going to get mentioned. It's coming. It is coming. So I wish I picked Edward Furlong. That's that's. that's you can have Edward Furlong as your number nine. Your number eight, please. <laughs> right, my number eight. Someone who the hype train was all behind. She opened her mouth one too many times and became excommunicado. Megan Fox. Punt. Okay, cool. Over to you, sir. Uh, over to me then. Yes. Uh, sorry. Any comments have come in? Nope. That was the last one from Gavin. So my number seven. Well, we alluded to her a few moments ago with smoking. Cameron Diaz, man. Punt. Okay. There's the punt. Uh, oh, you've either forgotten him and you're going to kick yourself. Just get your finger ready on the punt because I don't imagine you've forgotten him. Are you ready on the punt? Go. Cuba Gooding Jr. No. I think I know why. Yeah. No, but he was... Is he not in like a Me Too situation? Oh, big time. Yeah, but that happened way after the whole acting problem fizzled out. Mm, mm. This is recent, the rape allegation. Well, it's not yeah, an allegation, I, he's been found guilty. Like, the guy's going to prison. This is why I kind of like, but yeah. that happened a long time after the career disappeared. Fair play, fair play. Like, you know, I'm not about to bring Kevin Spacey into this motherfucker because that's a different story. <laughs> I wonder what happened to him. Yeah. Funny enough, Chris Trengrove did pick Kevin Spacey as his pick on Twitter, and I was like, morbid but accurate. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Now, like Cuba Gooding, man, that guy—he was one of those like, you know, up-and-coming black actors who really had the world at his feet, and he set the world on fire with Jerry Maguire. And it's like, where'd you go, bro? It's weird to say up and coming because you say Jerry Maguire, but then you take something like Boys in the Hood that was way before yeah. that. You know, um, yeah, Cuba, Men of Honor, like fuck me, you know? Men of Honor, Jesus fucking God. a, he acted yeah. with De Niro in that, of course. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Where did he go? The fact that studios were confident enough to put this guy with screen time toe to toe with Robert De Niro, and he held his own. Do you know what it is? Is that Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Cuba Gooding Jr. I had Jr. Oh, in my head. And I just threw the wrong one out. 
Cuba Gooding Jr. will make awesome films like that, but then he'll do these films where he's just doing a spin rooney next to Beyonce. I can't even remember what that film was. Um, Red Tails didn't get the best reception from what I remember as well. No. Um, it's just, I think there's unfortunate film selections that just, but it's wrong because he, I think he could have been so much bigger, so much bigger than the the errors that has been made. And, you know, every, every act has made some errors. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Cuba Gooding, and you know, he what what was it that um that Denzel, Josh, and Russell Russell Crowe movie, um, American Gangster, where he showed up for like five minutes and was like, oh, yeah, Cuba, yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr. You know, yeah. and this was again before the whole scandal thing. So it's like when he showed up, like, oh my god, Cuba, I'm actually really happy to see him on screen. Five minutes of screen time, like, oh. Yeah. yeah, I know he's a very bad person, but like in a world which existed before we found out about this, you have there's no denying that we really like Cuba Gooding. There's no denying that. There's no denying that. Yeah. Matter- By the way, I'm getting a lot of applause for JCVD. Francis Lanzas, I've heard of that. JCVD, haven't seen it. It's good. Do you know what? Any as you month- say that, um, I do kind of reg- as you put out the initials. I was like, yes, yeah, just all that. Yes, actually, there was a film of it. I'd never seen it, so I'm, I'm with Francis it's there. So good, man. It's so good. Um, Andy Hart says, Nico, yes, JCVD is a much watch. It must watch. It really is. Frank Torres says, thought AJ was mentioning Gina Carano when he said, "Open her mouth too many times." Ah, could be. <laughs> Makes memorabilia is on that train too. JCVD is excellent. What a comeback film, but nothing much after that though for Van Damme. He's done some B movies here and there. That's true. Oh, so Andy, my point could still be valid. JCVD. Yeah, Andy Hart has a point here. Thora Birch. I read an article saying she was the next big thing, better than her co-stars. Ghost World with Scarlett Johansson, American Beauty with Wes Bentley and with Ms. Wes Bentley and Savari, The Hole with Kieran Knightley. Thora Birch was meant to be the next big thing. This is very true. Wait till you hear my number four when you, if this is going to be a flashback for everyone. Because when I asked the question on Twitter and I said, you know, example of an actor whose career is that, no one has thought of my number four or indeed my number three. Four especially was like a, where did she go? Like, what the fuck happened to her? Um, Mixed Memorabilia says, have any of these made your lists? Kevin Costner? Nope. Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez. Edward Norton and Wesley Snipes. So I can only speak for myself. No, we'll see what AJ has to say. Yeah, one of them. Um, one of them really did cross my mind as potential, and one did make the list. Tien's here. Hey guys, great to have you here, Tien. Thank you for joining us. Uh, so AJ, that was my number six. Then your number, f- your number seven, please, sir. All right, my number seven. Da, 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 da. It's one you you actually mentioned him last week where we were talking about oh, scrapping yeah. we, we, about scrapping Ezra Miller. Let's get rid of um, Barry Allen and bring out Wally West and have this guy. Yeah, Sean William Scott. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fuck, I should have thought of him. <laughs> like, yeah. What happened, man? Fucking a. What and happened? what was annoying with Sean William Scott? People are like, oh, he was just Steve Stifler. No, because he did action movies with The Rock. And Chow Yun Fat, he he did what was that? He did these weird, weird out there movies. Um, here's one you'll like. Was it the part? There was that. Here's one you'll really like. Richard Kelly, director of one of our favorite movies, Donnie Darko. He did a follow up movie. I think I've mentioned this once or twice on Pod over the years. He did a follow up movie 
which was even weirder than Donnie Darko. Is this the one? Is this where he's locked in the in, in the, the van? In the van. In the van. Um, okay, right. No, I'm getting mixed up because the rock, funny enough, Reynolds is also in this inside, one inside a coffin, locked inside. Yeah, that's Ryan Reynolds. That's yeah. buried. You're thinking of Southland Tales, directed by Richard Kelly. Yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar's in it. Rock got a brief appearance in it. It is single-handedly one of the weirdest fucking films I've ever seen, but it's a drama, and Sean William Scott fucking delivers. Like this is the thing. I think he was he brilliant. is underrated. He's brilliant comedy, but. I think the Steve Stifler tag, again, like, you know, when I said you need that bit of distance from Iron Man, I think everyone saw Sean William Scott and saw nothing but Stifler. And the fact that he can actually do drama, mm -hmm. I think people need you to pay a bit more attention to it. Um, in the same way that we talk about broke typecast, he could have been one of those that had people paid more attention to those films, we might have seen more of him now. But it just, yeah. And again, either way. Even now, look at the comments. Look at the comments, even now. Gavin Mann, Stifler, Billy Mount, American Pie 1 is a classic, <laughs> as is number two, by the way. Um, yeah. You know, it's Stifler, Stifler, Stifler. The point I'm making is that the guy had a lot more range than just gross out teenage dick comedy, which he did very well. <laughs> he, he was fucking awesome at it. Let, let's, not, let's not be under any illusion. He was absolutely awesome at it. But um, yeah. <laughs> it, just, it, just, it just went wrong. Stifler, fucking Sean William Scott. That is a good shout, mate. The Leia Luna's here. Thank you, Leia Luna, coming over from Twitter. Uh, okay. Role models with Paul Rudd was good too. That is yes, a good, good one. shout. Yeah, good. Forgot about that. Tien says he also did the TV show Lethal Weapon. Yes, he did with um, Marlon Wayans. Was it Mar Yeah, Marlon Wayans. And he and he did horror. Gavin Mann, Sean Williams got showed up in Final Destination. Thank you, Gavin. Thank you. That's another good shout there. Yeah. Yeah. This the the guy had range. And he was likable, and he was charming, and he was like the aforementioned Cuba Gooding Jr. When he shows up on screen, you're like, ah, Sean William Scott. Yeah. 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 Exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see him make a return. I don't see it happening, but I'd love to see him make I, a return. Yeah, I would, like, I would like it. Well, to be fair, there was... <sighs> J.H., do you have anyone whose initials are JH in your list? Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Josh nope. Hartnett was meant to be gone for good. No, so jo yeah, Josh Hartnett nearly that, didn't make my list. That he's Guy Ritchie's boy now. Come again? Josh Hartnett and Carrie Elwes were both yeah. guys who had disappeared. And guess what? They're both about to be in a Guy Ritchie movie coming this, out. This is this what year. gives me kind of hope. Like, I, I don't want to just close the door on Sean William Scott. As much as it feels like it's done. <sighs> God, I hope so. It, it, it just takes one person to be like, I remember that guy. Like, what, what's, what's different? American so, Pie, the next, uh, American Pie, the next generation. Stifler's the dirty uncle. <laughs> trademarks, <laughs> trademarks. If anyone from fucking the studios is watching that, that shit's just been trademarked. Is is there is there space? I mean, one, there's two things about that. One, is there space for that American Pie type comedy to still come out, even though if it is timeless? The well. world needs that fucking right now. Secondly, I tell you, I think American Pie put the nail in their own coffin when they tried to do the all female version. I, 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 yeah. yeah, pandering yeah. when they shouldn't yeah. have. That was that was literally just a case of we're not going to make a good movie. We're just going to make a woman's movie, and it's like, well, why don't you make a good woman's movie, or why don't you make a good movie that happens to have a female cast instead of purposefully pushing the uh, pu pushing the bucket? Because that's just counter fucking productive. Yeah, 
yeah, I still haven't seen past the first ten minutes of that film. Just, just didn't, didn't. Really no, no. Right. Okay. Um, when we, I'm going on to my number six now. When we first brought out this list, I thought this guy was going to be my number one. Um, kind of like your Liv Tyler story, it's there, but mm. I feel like he he just deserves the mention because each time we bring him up, we're like we miss him, and I was like, you know what? Let let's give him his flowers. My same punt. Man like Rick Moranis. Oh, Rick fucking Mar- Rick Moranis. Do you know what? Oh, I love Rick Moranis. All round good guy. Like I've always his felt wife like- died and he had to quit. I wouldn't call that a career fizzling out. No, but that's the thing. I, it was more fizzled out. It being the word in behind it is what's wrong with it. You know, like I wouldn't want to say that, but it was a guy who had it all. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know the story, because again, it took research for me to know. It was like, where's he gone? Mm. You know, again, it's the most heartwarming thing because he's always played that lovable character in all of his films, right? Through and through. And I remember reading the article of why you don't see Rick Moranis in films. It's that his wife was so ill sad. and having everything there, what he chose, and you cannot blame any person for doing no. this at all, he chose to be there for his kids. And that's what, again, had it not been for that, he probably still would have been number one. But again, it was like, not fizzle that, but I feel like every time we do it, it was like, man, we miss Rick. So much. I couldn't not mention him based on that. That was my 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 judgment on it. You know, it was like, Rick Moranis, man. Like, based on the circumstances, I don't think he should be your six, but I get what you're thinking with your heart. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. So, that yeah. Again, circumstance is not a fizzle out, but it was like it was someone who was there, vanished. If you don't know the true circumstance behind it, fair play. But um Mixed Memorabilia's got one here. Just thought of another one. Chris Tucker. Okay. You forgot. Hmm? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Your brother says Damon Wayne. The thing about Damon Wayne's, right? Is he's Michael Kyle to me? Like I'm not saying he's not done good films. He's done. He was Major Payton. He was. No, that Keenan Ivory was Last Boy Scout. I think Keenan Ivory was more the film star, but I would never put Keenan Ivory as that go-to actor. Then when it comes to others in the Wayne family, it's down to Marlon and Sean, and they done all that scary movie shit. And I would want to say I want to see more of Marlon, but he just came out of respect. So in that mix, I didn't put him in because he's just not too long ago done a movie. Personal opinion, anyway. You're getting a bit of heat in the comments section about your Rick Moranis choice, I'm afraid. Where, where am I getting heat? Well, your boy Gavin Mann. I couldn't put on Rick Moranis for the no. reasons why he yeah. fizzled out. Tucky, yeah, I can't have Rick on this list. Vallea Luna, not a fizzle, a choice to step away. Uh, Francis Leland, I'd not include Rick Moranis amongst fizzled. It's because, again, the wording, we... Fizzled means you are either a big thing or about to be a big thing, and you just Kaiser Soze'd the world and vanished yeah, no, no, no. into nothing. No, what I'm saying is, I wouldn't have used the. We were talking about stars. Who... How can I say? <laughs> but what's the title of the, the podcast? Titles. I'm not. I don't read the titles. I know what we we, we work with, right? So by <laughs> fizzled out, I'm not out to offend anyone and say Rick Moranis fizzled out because his star went out. I'm talking about stars who were there and we don't hear of. That's the topic. I I understood it as. So I'm going through my list of who's there, who's not, who's on a break, who's not. Okay, if that's how you approach the topic, fair enough. Yeah, that's the way by which it was created. So yeah, I'm, I'm not out to offend. I love the guy. That's where it is. Circumstance-based. Yeah, I come in, I log in, I see fizzled. I'm not going to change my list last minute. Like I could, 
All right, Ed Furlong. Furlong, I, I agreed. I should have put in with him, JCVD. I'm not disputing that one. It happened. But Rick Moranis wasn't a hate choice. I wouldn't say the guy fizzled out. I definitely said it's a choice career that I would respect entirely. So I'm just saying. Fact is fact. Okay. All right. Uh, are, are you good? I'm good. I'm good. But <laughs> just, just I don't want people to think I said the guy fizzled out. I don't like, think my, anyone's my offended. I just don't it. I don't think anyone's pissed off with you. I just don't think people agree with you. <laughs> okay. My number five. Uh, let's trade one apiece. Bringing in another woman here. The youngest ever person to win leading actor. Tatum O'Neill. Paper Moon. Still didn't have a chance to see the film, so I can't really. Bro, from my understanding, like Paper Moon is literally only saw for the first time a few weeks ago. I know, I know. Shoot the witch, but... She was amazing in it. And my understanding and research is that she only did like two or three other movies after this. And then her biggest claim to fame is being Gordon Ramsay's guest on Hell's Kitchen, sending her beef Wellington back when she was sitting at the chef's table with the comment, this isn't to my standard and inviting a world of hate towards her on Twitter. I think that's literally her most recent claim to fame. Jeez. Okay. Literally. Like, if you go on her Twitter feed now, it's still people bashing her about, I just saw Hell's Kitchen. You're a cunt. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Easy. I mean, she listen, she didn't paint herself in the best light on Hell's Kitchen. She did come across as an utter prat. You know, she sort of clicked her fingers at the waiters, gave the people, yeah, this this isn't to my standard. This isn't up to my standard. It's like, bitch, Gordon Ramsay's cooking for you. Know your role and shut your mouth. Your standard is not his. Trust me. Trust me. I'm not even a cook. Trust me. Your standard isn't his standard. Like, she, the hate she brought on for that, man, was like, but it's interesting because it's when you're at the chef's table as well. If you're like, I'm sorry, I'm not enjoying this, is one thing, but like, not to my standard. And you are the person who, your last film, you were 15, if that. It's like, shut up. It, 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 it's self important. You know, people probably had to Google your name to find out who you were at first. Like, it, it you know, it's real. And there it goes. But anyway, let's be positive because she's quite high up on your list. Don't worry, people love you again, AJ. Francis Lawrence says, AJ, no offense, understandable, simply wouldn't include. Gavin Mann says, AJ, all good, no heat from me. Thank you, guys. Again, maybe apologies if I felt a bit, like, against the wall. But I was like, because I, I explained it, then I'm reading comments, I'm like, what? No, no, you guys are getting me wrong. So, yeah, defensive by Jamie. Uh, Billy Mount says, guys, what about Jason Biggs? Another American pie star who fizzled out. So... <laughs> Jason, I would never include simply because I never thought he was that good. He 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 will be forever pie fucker. It's not it's not it's nothing <laughs> offensive, but it's true. Listen, let's be real. He comes on. Have you ever watched some um, Orange Is the New Black? No, I haven't. Right, he comes in on that and he plays the convict Piper's fiance. Please tell me he they fucks joke, a pie. They joke about oh that thing that I done with the pie. Like that, it was just the fact that you see Jason Biggs, and they—they—that's what they toyed with. It was like, oh, are we really going there? Yeah. Like it—it it, that was the limit. What else did he do apart from that? 
where we were looking forward to seeing Sean William Scott, where Sean William Scott done stuff like the run down Southland Tales, he was the guy, was it Loser was the name of the film? Like, for all I know, Loser and there was Teenage teenage Dirtbag music video. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the film was for, that was it. It was Loser. Yeah. Um, Which was actually an okay movie, by the way. It was okay, but that was it. Do you get what I'm saying? In terms of like the star, he was the star of that franchise. A franchise. Yeah. And Stifler. (laughs) <laughs> See, even I'm saying it. Fucking Sean William Scott superseded that. Yeah. We agree. We agree 100%. 100%. Um, cool. So that was my five. Tatum O'Neill, your number five. Um, yeah, another child star who it was just on the rise and it just it went. Oh, sorry. Huh? I don't know. I don't know why. I did that. My <laughs> like, another child star punt. Like, he knows exactly what's going on. All the one. child stars. <laughs> exactly. All of them. Give me all of them. I'm talking Lindsay Lohan. Well, Again. we know we know what happened here. <laughs> well, listen, every, everything and anything, right? I mean, it's one of those. But do you know what always um, comes up to me is every time, and I shouldn't make the the comparison, but it's like where she left off. Emma Stone literally just picked up that torch and ran with it. That's yeah. what I always see there, and I just think, damn, because they're gingers, isn't it? Come again? It's just they're ginger, right? But they just have similar features. <laughs> not have said yes to that. But I shouldn't have said that. But I'm like, I'm like, you said it. I didn't want to dismiss you. I'm like, what is that? But I see similar features in them between that. But Lindsay Lohan actually had, you know, if you look at from like, again, that picture just showed up as part of the, the parent trap. From mm. that point where she literally was talented enough to play twins. It's like people thought she was a twin. She'd done both parts and then went on to all the other films, most notably Mean Girls. And and her name was just there. It was present continuously. And obviously the world of turmoil and yeah. unforgiven. Then she, there then, was this then, she, uh, then she became a joke in Jeff Dunham's Ahmed the Dead Terrorist skit. I haven't seen that. But, um, Have you but, never watched yeah, Ahmed but, the Dead Terrorist? Silence, no. I kill you. Big man. No. No. Have you heard of Ahmed the Dead Terrorist? I feel like I have to Google it to see if, where we're going. I think we Big want to man. Do where are we going? Just I can't believe you haven't seen it. It's like it was like one of those viral video sensations. I might have seen this. No, the not talking talking puppet, the dead skeleton puppet. What's his name? Jeff Dunham. I've seen some Dunham. of his stuff from Paramount, but I don't think I've seen that one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But going back to like when you were talking about was it Johnny Depp being the Riddler? There was always yeah. this thing of Lindsay Lohan about to be Ariel. She was coming back and she was going to be Ariel in a live action little moment. <laughs> Never happened. Yeah. It's not been there. So, you know, there was always this bit of hope because I actually quite enjoyed Lindsay Lohan's work, if I'm honest. Cheesy films, fun films, but I will. Yeah, no, about. easy, easy to watch. Yeah, fun, easy, easy to watch films. And it just, yeah, obviously. And this is again kind of similar to Furlong and possibly um, Downey Jr. before the comebacks. And again, Charlie Sheen, who was another one I really toyed with. That had it all, and it. But I, I feel like Charlie also said some vile stuff. Like I know Lindsay was, was through pure turmoil. <laughs> Char- Char- <laughs> Charlie, Charlie pushed it, so that's why I couldn't that, make that, that fucking tiger blood, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that fucking tiger blood he's got in him. <laughs> Tucky says yeah. Sean Williams got as an actor suffering from typecasting. His Stifler in American Pie is a brilliant tragic performance. Well, that's an interesting take on Stifler. I never thought I'd well, American Reunion. I, I think I get it. That that's American what... Reunion. Sorry, yeah. I misread that. Then I agree. Mm. Then I completely agree. The Leia Luna says saving Silverman. 
I know exactly what you're referring to, and I agree. Uh, Taki then goes on to say, Catherine Heigl, terrible attitude, not a very good actress. Steven Seagal, awful actor, highly entertaining. <laughs> oh, no. Listen. That was the thing. Heigl, Heigl nearly made the list, because I used to have a suspect for her films, but I heard she had one of the worst, absolute twat. worst attitudes. Yeah, bona fide twat from my understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah Steven, yeah. listen, I love me some Steven Seagal, but he's fucking awful. Like, <laughs> would I say it to would I say it to his face? No, probably not. But I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, nah, Seagal is. Yeah, it's it's not gonna work. Yeah. Gavin Mann says, "Was there not a recent video where Lindsay Lohan pronounced her name different to what everyone else has been saying it at?" I do not know about this. I've not seen that. I've not seen that. And I, mind you, my socials are a bit different to what I used to follow. But um, I know I did. <laughs> but yeah, I've not seen that. I know at one point it seems like she'd converted to Islam. That's the last time I remember seeing it. But after that, I don't. Each to their own. Yeah. Um, cool. My number four. Are you yeah. ready for a fucking throwback of throwbacks here? here this smells of the 90s, bro. This young woman was supposed to be the next big thing and then no one mentioned her on Twitter so I'm quite proud of remembering this one Julia Ormond that name fucking rings in there Jesus Christ what in the blue fuck happened <laughs> she didn't even get a proper run like everything she was in she was good even in terrible movies like first night first night's an interesting one because <laughs> first night's a really terrible movie but everyone in it is actually doing really well richard gear as lancelot was good sean connery as arthur was fucking good julia ormond as guinevere was good like everyone fucking liam cunningham as sir galahad like they're all putting in good performances the movie sucked but it's because of their performances, it's actually infinitely watchable. But then she did what I think to this day, I don't know if it's loved or hated, I'm sure the chat will let me know, but what I think is one of not only Brad Pitt's most underrated movies, also one of Anthony Hopkins' most underrated movies, and I think a real amazing emotional roller coaster of a, of a period drama, Legends of the Fall. Like, the love triangle, this tragic fucking love triangle that Julia Ormond's character gets gets wound up in in Legends of the Fall between the brothers and bro, it's it was such a mature performance considering she was still quite great. Have you not seen Legends of the Fall? Oh, it's fucking great. I love it. I don't know if the chat are going to school me otherwise, but I love Legends of the Fall. And what Julia Roman delivered in that movie is what made people go, so she's the next big thing. And then poof, where the fuck did she go? Julia Ormond. I swear we've never even brought her up on no, podcasts no, such no, as no, 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 like no. who the well, fuck possibly even... when you I think you might have brought up Legends of the Fall. I can't I, I can't remember. But aside from that, I, yeah, the name has not been something that's brought up enough. It's not. What happened to Julia? You're number four. Okay. Um, powerful actress or female actor, whichever one you're about. And no, actor is fine. To, seems to fizzle. Like, you just, where is she? Hilary Swank. Fun. Okay, cool. Oh, 
Sorry. Over to you, then, sir. Your number three. My number three again. <laughs> again. So you know how everyone in Hollywood loves people you know who are fucking looking like Thor or like Hugh Jackman, but then where people will always be like, yeah, but Hugh Jackman's not just Wolverine in the body. He can sing. He can dance. He can act. Right. Mm-hmm. So could this guy. This guy was. I don't believe he won his best acting Oscar because funnily enough, he was beaten to it by the guy who starred opposite him in the same fucking movie. He was beaten by F. Murray Abraham playing Salieri while he was quote unquote stuck and delivered one of the all time great performances as Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Bro, Tom Hulse. Yeah. Where did Tom Hulse go? <laughs> what the fuck happened to Tom Hulse? <laughs> and, and here's the other kicker. He then went on to do to voice Quasimodo in the Hunchback Disney's um, animated Hunchback of Notre Dame. Now here's the funny thing. Yeah, am I still there? Oh, are we frozen? Oh my! I, God. You are kind of frozen, but I can hear you. So you've got I'm this very... really nice pose where your fingers pointing. You can keep talking. It looks powerful. I'm. It, cool um if you can hear me i'm very worried that my computer is about to have an almighty shutdown if that does happen um keep going and i'll rejoin as quickly as i can but i don't know why i'm frozen here like am i still here yeah i can hear you i can hear you i don't know what do you want to do do you want to take a reboot i could take it to the comments if you want but then the comments might spoil what you've got coming i don't know i'm gonna reset my computer bro take it to the comments okay guys so Hit your comments up and hit us with some of your... Do you know what? We're actually at that point where we're at our final four. Start putting in your Rushmores. Start putting in your Rushmores. I'm going to start starring it. Let's see what other comments have been going on there while Nick... Do you know what? Let's, let's not embarrass him on that. That dick... Do you know what? I might actually screenshot it before just to wind it up. No, I won't do that. That's deep. <laughs> right. Where were we? Um, da, 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 da. <laughs> okay, Francis. I'm actually going to screenshot it. On that level, ah, uh, oh, sugar, he's gone. Right, I will screenshot it. I will screenshot it because I've partially got it somewhere where it's frozen <laughs> on the playback. I will be vod squad, guys. I will be vod squad and go for that screenshot. Um, here we go. Sorry, so I'm. We had Catherine Heigl, da 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 da, Lindsay Lohan, Francis also put. I can watch and have watched the golf. I agree. Agree totally, Seagal. It's 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 a weird one. Leia Luna, yes. Amanda Burns, yeah. That's another one. Nearly made the list actually, but I just have a slight preference for Lindsay Lohan. So Amanda Burns is another one very close to that. Gavin is wondering if AJ will reach for his favorite Batman film. And oh man, oh wow, Chris O'Donnell, Gavin, good shout. Good freaking shout, dude. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Nico's just back, so I think that's a perfect time to reintroduce him. Yeah. What is it? I, I actually thought Gavin was going to say... I was reading this from my favourite Batman film, and I thought it was going to go down to Val Kilmer, and I was like, he's ill, we can't do that, because Val Kilmer popped into my head quite a bit. Chris O'Donnell, where has he been? That would have been a good one. And I've just seen in the comments people are talking about... Uh... Tom Hulse still the fact that he also starred in um, Animal House, National Lampoon's Animal House. Yeah. So 
what happened to this guy? Like, what? By the way, can I just say fucking thank you, Apple? Because my god, that was a fast reboot. Um, bro, this guy had it all. And what I was going to say just before getting so rudely interrupted by my system um, was that you know how Frozen is a good example of what I'm about. No, Frozen is not a good example of what I'm about. Well, you were Frozen, if that's the example you want. Yeah, lol. <laughs> um, you know how sometimes they get, uh, you know, these big name talents to come in and do like voice acting for these animation movies, but they don't do the singing. They bring in someone else, a singer who sounds like them to do the. Nah, Tom Hull sang. When you're hearing Quasimodo sing Out There, which is a criminally underrated song, that's him. The guy, he was also, here's a fucking crazy one. He was also Frankenstein's assistant in Frankenstein and it, it, with Kenneth Branagh and Robert De Niro. Like, the fact that this guy's career has just disappeared is like, what? Yeah. I wonder if there's a story behind that. I wonder if there's a story behind that one. That, I wonder. Not, maybe I think, wanted... I've like, completely forgot about him, to be honest. I don't that, uh, Fucking Amadeus. Like, I, th I don't think it's over ambitious to say that it is one of the great acting performances, what he did with Amadeus. Mm. It really is. Like, it's always one when you talk about Amadeus, the movie, or you talk about his performance, people are always like, oh, yeah, fire. That's my number three. What's your number three? Oh, sorry, I was going through the comments there. Um, right, so someone brought him up earlier. I can't remember. I think it was next one, really, but I could be wrong. The troublemaker, Mr. Edward Norton. Mm. This is the again. This one hurts. Of the, this hurts. Um, I think he was phenomenal as the Hulk. I think he was amazing. Still my favorite Hulk. Um, yeah, likewise. Nothing against. Um, no, Ruffalo's done great, yeah, but I prefer Ruffalo. Furlong. Yeah. Um, American History X. Like, oh. He was Bro, Primal Fear. Primal Fear. He's the game. But let's go back to Primal Fear. Introducing. <laughs> Introducing Edward Norton. You know, that's what that was. And he, he delivered. And that's the thing. This guy is just talented beyond belief. Even in a flop like the Italian job you still get magnetized to what he can deliver. And I understand being passionate, but, you know, it, it, again, Catherine Heigl, I, I, those, those are my easy watch films. I used to love watching those stuff. Ed Norton was magnetizing. He drew me into his film, and it hurt when I heard this guy is one of the most difficult people in Hollywood to work with. And as a result, no one wants to work with him. And Other than one director. Yeah, but I mean, overall, Wes, Wes Anderson, yeah, arguably one of the greats. The fact that he was he voiced in Isle of Dogs and he was the chauffeur in the French Dispatch. So, I think we're being liberal with the term fizzled out here because he is still technically working, but he's not working in relation to what his talent is. But put it this way it, well, this is it. I mean, even going back to the, our previous punt. Like Hillary yeah. Frank's still working, but, but yeah, we'll we'll bring. No, her she's up not. That's the fucked up thing. No, she's I not. I think she was in the film just not too long ago, bro. I remember doing an IMDb. I'm sure there was a 2021 film. Mm -hmm. Carry on. I'm checking yeah, out right now. Yeah, no. 
the, the this powerhouse this, you know again as you said the chauffeur in, in in a movie compared to it being an edward norton movie you know it, it's, it's just wrong to say he's, he's he's doing the voice work or what have you this guy commands the screen when he's on it mm. you know he owns it and to feel that he's in that bracket is kind of, is very sad to think of very sad to think of so yeah that's 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 she did a tv movie in 2020 called fatal that got pulled did i hold on all right over to you anyway um i really this is gonna shock you and i'm this is gonna shock a lot of people because technically speaking this guy is still working but it's all kind of bargain bin B movie director home video stuff. Going back to it, uh -huh. she also done the hunt. But anyway, we'll get back to this when we to whoever it is on your punt list. Yeah, sorry. Continue. Um, sorry, just a lot of comments have come in here. Uh, so let's acknowledge. Uh, let's acknowledge Edward Norton. This is a good, this is a very good shout here by Mixed Memorabilia. Also wanted to mention Orlando Bloom. Oh, of course. Do you know what? Ever since I saw, well, I must admit, it was the post. I didn't even watch the film. Him to be in the calcium kid, and I was like, just didn't feel right. After everything else he'd done, that just felt like a bit of a letdown movie. I just didn't watch it. Then he vanished. I've just had such a fucking good idea. Go. Edward Norton returns as an alternative, as an alternative Tony universe Stark. Hulk oh. in Doctor Strange too. Mm. That that would be big. Bring Tom Cruise in as Iron Man. I don't give a fuck what you do. I've heard all the rumors. Let's go deep. Yeah. Bring Ed Norton back as the, the Hulk. If we can, if we can have three Spider Men, we can definitely have two Hulks. And I'm just gonna Eric, say, Eric Norton needs to fucking wreck Ruffalo because his Hulk was way bigger. Yeah, he was a beast. He was a beast. Oh, you know that's a good theory. Tell that one to Zany, he'll love that one. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, mixed memorabilia, Orlando Bloom. That is a fucking yeah. great shout. Um, Gavin Mann says, I think the names I have come up with are more B listers compared to what you guys came up with so far. That's fine, B listers welcome. <laughs> Andy Hart says, Norton is so good and he can direct Motherless. Was Motherless Brooklyn good, Andy? That's one of his I actually still need to check out. Uh, the Leia Luna says Vertical Horizon and then was out. Yep. No, Vertical Limit. Vertical Limit. You're quite right. Yeah, that's, yeah, literally that's, and that was the end of it. Billy Mount 3 says, have you seen his two, the two movies Norton directed? I have not no. actually need no. to. Nathan Jordan, your brother says, I saw Orlando on CBBC <laughs> the other day. Oh no. Yes. I think he does the um, Jack and Ori book reading or something, but like, to no. be fair. Tom Hardy, no, but Tom Hardy's done it as well. They just get like actual celebs. It's not, it's not like. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. Tom Hardy's read a book for there as well. But hey. The Leia Luna then goes on to say, I also remember these two ladies always being talked about as the next big thing, but didn't live up to the build up. Eliza Dushku and Megan Fox. Listen, Megan Fox, we're going to get to. Eliza, Eliza Dushku. I love Eliza Dushku. I, 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 there was something I loved about her when, aside from the looks, because she was so beautiful for me. I thought she was a stunning woman. I really liked her acting. 
I really, really, really liked Eliza. You know I, I, I tried to stay away from the whole Buffy gang at that point because I was thinking Faith, I was thinking Sarah Michelle Gellar, I was even thinking Alison Hannigan again, but it was in that she was Alison Hannigan's very from the franchise. And then I, I thought of a few movies from Eliza Dushku, but I was thinking more Buffy. Yeah, I just left it. Mm. But yeah. So she's honorable as opposed to making my top 10, but no. Awesome, awesome. is a very good shot. I didn't even think of her, and that actually kind of makes me think she should be on the list, given that we aren't thinking of her yeah, because yeah. she's fizzled out that much. My number two is going to shock people, um, as I said. So he is technically still acting. It's bargain bin stuff. It's B movie. It's very abstract, and it's movies that when they do come out are either not being highly rated or people are just not going to see them. They are just not going to see them. And considering where he was 20 years ago, it makes no fucking sense that he's not spoken about now. Elijah Wood. Say it with me. This guy, this guy was in, not for not opinion, factually, the most successful film of all time. I'm not talking about in terms of blockbuster revenue. I'm not talking about I'm that. Not getting into it. I'm talking about critical acclaim. Factually, The Lord of the Rings is the most celebrated, successful film of all time. This guy was the fucking lead. Where is he? He's making B-movie horrors like The Greasy Strangler. One of the most deplorable, god-awful... It, it, the Greasy Strangler is like if Tracy Emin did a movie. It's like the argument being art is art because they did it, as opposed to actually having any, forgive me for using the word traditional, but traditional artistic merit. It's like, for me, I have to look at something and be like, could I do that? No. Okay, cool. That means you're more talented than me. I respect you then on a ground level. That's the starting point of how I consume art. Are you more talented? This isn't some sort of presumptuous, I'm super talented. Far from it. It just means that if I, I, I'm putting myself down here and I'm still saying, like, look, if I see that I can do something, no, I get where you're going. maybe we shouldn't be using the big A artist word on yourself then. Because if someone puts a fucking banana on a wall and puts a piece of tape over it and just puts the fucking title like capitalism, it's like, why don't you go take a photo of a rocking chair in black and white and give yourself a reach around you pretentious prick so or sorry Tracy... why you capitalism and art and performance did you get a chance to watch any of those um puppet movies that i suggested the what sorry the puppet no movies. i did not okay. no i did not because no, that just reminded me very much of the hand where obviously it's a beautiful story because i said reach around no you said where um <laughs> stop it <laughs> <laughs> You set me up for it. <laughs> no, we're back. No, we're, we're you set me up for it, bro. And whatnot, but yes, no. <laughs> well played. Well played. Um, no, but look, real talk. The reason I've never respected Tracy Emin is because she does things like shitty toilets. She does things like condoms on beds and, you know, and tries to give them these sort of poignant yet very on-the-nose titles. And... I think your kind of new wave artists will kind of gravitate towards that and kind of look at it as being 
disruptive to the system and don't get me wrong art by its very nature has to be disruptive it has to constantly push boundaries but as always when you push boundaries sometimes you go down easy streets and you go down a dead end and you get it wrong i think tracy emin while being a disruptor keeps hitting dead ends i'm yet to see anything she's done that makes me go wow and yet she's universally applauded and i think well i think you're a waste of space I think you're a complete waste of space. That's kind of what, like, what the Greasy Strangler was. And it's like, Elijah, you are Frodo, bro. You are the lead of the biggest, most successful film of all time. Elijah, Where are you at? It's a funny one because he was... He's, and he's, he's got the potential. Like, oh, you go back, he's like, got the potential. You he's got the acting he, from from a kid he was north then you talk yeah. green street then you talk firstly and frodo like he's, he's he's done a mix of everything yep Can't and here's about the comedy side but like he's he's yeah like tom holland he seems to be forever baby-faced yeah because yeah. he's, he's getting on now like you know he's older than you and me are and he still looks like he did in 2002 yeah you know, the greys aren't there. Elijah Wood is still babyface. The wrinkles haven't come yet. I'm like, he's off with fucking Paul Rudd, fucking bathing naked in unicorn blood, I'm telling you. Because, like, the guy seems to not be aging, which tells me at his age, that's perfect. Because you don't get then, you don't get through that weird, like, kind of like 10-year period that Gary Oldman went through. Where it's like, well, you're not young, but you're not old, so what do we do with you? Elijah's got that youthfulness still. But he's got that life experience I'm where he can kind of go both ways. Right? Maybe it's the, maybe it's the difficult in finding that role that they need him for, and that sounds weird. But you got to remember sure. as well, it, it's we're in this world, bro, which I can only go back to agree with you again. Where the variety in film isn't there. That something that's not major blockbuster is now just seen as art house, you know. Where it shouldn't be seen as that, or small independent. Like everything seems to be on that blockbuster chain, and he would do good in a film. I'm not directing at the Northman or anything like that, but you know, just an in a film that's not tied into something else. And but I mean, what role is it? I think you know, just I think a nice. It sounds weird. A good law movie, a a good law drama. I think Elijah Wood would be fit into, but where where are these? A good law drama. He would be good in a fucking biography, uh, a biopic. Sorry, he would be good in uh, some sort of thriller. Yeah, yeah. I I could have. Here's a fucking crazy idea. Although I didn't like the movie, but you know that uh, Doctor Sleep film that um, that came out with you and McGregor like a year or two ago. Elijah would easily could have done a role like that. Do you know what I also thought of? Playing a grown-up Danny from The Shining. Perfect. Not that I would take away Jake Gyllenhaal for anything from it, because he was fucking amazing, but I think Elijah Wood would have fit really well into something like Nightcrawlers. See, now that I'll listen to fucking day long, and that's the sort of role I'd like to see him grind his teeth on. Yeah. Yeah. Give Elijah, you know, give Elijah Wood something like the fucking shark eyes they gave Jake Gyllenhaal in Nightcrawler, and we all know he's got the chops. No one, no one in the chat I see is like Elijah Wood's a shit actor. No one's a shit. No one is saying Elijah Wood a shit. Why? Because he's not. But the fact that this I call him a kid, he's older than I am. The fact that this guy, <laughs> the fact that this guy has not 
really grafted his teeth on anything substantial in the last 20 years, it's insanity to me. Mm. Surely you see where I'm coming from. No, no, no. Listen, it makes perfect sense. So I'm, I just literally stopped to have a look at the comments as well. Mixed memorabilia. I've seen your comments. I'm sure AJ's got you covered on that one. Francis Lalonde says, uh, Jesse wait, Ventura wait, wait, wait. and Hulk Hogan. Behave, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you something, brother. Um, yeah, that's as far as that's going to go. Um, Thunder lips. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Billy Mount. Um, yeah. Scrub Bring up the up. comments, AJ, if you're reading. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm just it. looking because I, I, I saw the way he was acknowledging the Olsen twins. That is another one with the Amanda Bynes and um Lindsay Lohan, where it just didn't go too well. Um, it's when childhood fame gets the better of you. Uh, mixed memorabilia, we've acknowledged. Gavin Mann says two other memorable, memorable from the AE, Yafit Lodzo and Kei Hui Kwan. I'm about, did I pronounce that right? Kei Hui Kwan. Um, the latter is meant to appear in everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. You heard of that one, I imagine, right? That new movie that we've been not privy to yet because it's not releasing here until May because UK. <sighs> but yes, some love for Elijah Wood. Last time I saw Elijah Wood was in American version of Wilfred. Okay. Says Billy Mountain 3. Yeah. Um, Tucky, I was going to say Pierce Brosnan, but I feel he's done enough big stuff since Bond, including Blackadder. Yeah, whatever we are. He's, he's coming up in a film, so it's, it's kind of difficult there. He's my Bond and I love the man. Damn right. Indeed, he is our Bond, for sure. Um, Francis, I think the, with Wood, it was hurt with Lord of the Ring emphasising Aragon as the main hero with Frodo, Sam and support. That's fine, but that doesn't take away from the fact that he was still then, if you don't want to call him the lead, he was still a lead in the most critically acclaimed film of all time. The fact that this guy's not acting now is ridiculous. Um, Andy Hart, I haven't seen the Greasy Strangler. Thanks for the Tracy Herman comparison. Now I know why I don't want to see it. Fair play. My guy. But would you say it's not was it, going back to it? As much as it's low level, based on who is in it, is it actually a film worth watching? No. Or it's not. Okay. No. Fair play. Gavin Man, last Elijah Wood film I Eternal watched Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine, early 2000s. That was when he was having his kind of, you know, hot streak. Um, well, we'll come back to Hilary Swank because that's still on Nick's list. Um, Tucky says last thing I saw him on was Green Street. Yeah, which he was very good in. At which Gavin says it was that the film about football hooligans, indeed it was. Yeah, Francis. So Michael J. Fox, more than the Rick Moranis, it's it, it's out of control. It, it, it's beyond his control. He, yeah. I think he's even down to he can't even do voice acting anymore. Uh, I no. love Michael J. Fox. You know who doesn't? Um, yeah, that that was such a that heartbreaker man. Absolute top guy. Tucky goes on then to say about um, this one here, about Elijah. Could have done a Paul Dano-type Riddler. That was something else I was going to point towards as well. And I think Sin City, he was very good in, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he didn't say a fucking line, and he was still powerful. Yeah. Andy Hart yeah, says, would we... <laughs> look, look. Similar yes. role. I'm just saying that kind of role. I'm not saying I would have replaced him. As I said, I wouldn't have replaced Jake. I also don't think Wood has had the opportunities that Jake has had. That might be down to the fact that he's just not as good. But I'd like to, I don't know. I'd like to see Elijah Wood star in something really gritty. Something like 
you know, a David Fincher movie or a, da- or a David O. Russell movie or something, something gritty, which is going to make people go, or a Dan Gilroy movie, which people are going to go, fucking hell, Elijah. You know, I didn't know you had that gear in you because I, th- I believe he's got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I hadn't actually thought of it. I hadn't. Which makes Wood not acting nowadays. But legitimately, what was the last film you saw Elijah Wood in? <laughs> the Hobbit, where he was a cameo? Yeah, actually, yeah. If it, but as we're going on to full film, it would be it would be Green Street. It would actually be Green, Green Street. Yeah. Green yeah. Street or Sin City, I guess, right? Yes, 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 yes. Because I did see the Sin City after. Yeah. Leia Luna says, yep, a green eco. I've just accepted Elijah is loaded from Lord of the Rings and now just chosen passion pieces to see how artsy he can get. Lol. Completely agree. And he should stop. <laughs> right now and <laughs> just elijah come back please come back um mm. elijah would in some time listen elijah would in some time travel project could be interesting why the fuck not i can there's so many things the guy can potentials like, the potentials are limited yeah yeah there's a lot he could do i'd like to see him as a villain i think yeah but again go, yeah yeah i think it's that kind of side of him it again when you see the riddler part or the nightcrawler part it is literally that that vision mm. of him you see him really get into grips and it's yeah. that and it's the contrast of that said baby face that you mentioned that would actually put people off because it's so menacing that something so innocent someone so innocent looking is actually doing something so maniacal i think it's a perfect juxtaposition i have life. just come up with an idea Okay. Daniel Radcliffe is Wolverine. Mm-mm. Elijah Wood. <laughs> I know. I, I wouldn't want no, to. No, 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 no. You see how fucking ridiculous that is? I acknowledge it's ridiculous. That's the level of reaction you should be having when people usher the words Daniel Radcliffe for Wolverine. Yeah, it's bro, I've done stupid. that in words. But yeah, if, if I had to pick between the two, yes, I would take Elijah Wood. Yes, <laughs> gun to head, Elijah or Daniel. Daniel, you can fuck off back to daddy and go get cast in another one of your dad's movies, you twat. Um, oh, I don't like him. I really don't like him. Um, cool. So, Oh, oh, sorry, while we're talking, Daniel Radcliffe. Your juice is here, bro. Hey, Butterbeer. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, your number two, then, AJ. Right, my number two, mixed memorabilia. You brought up this gentleman. I had to like. Oh snap! I, 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 said, huh? yeah. I thought this was your one. No, nah, man. Chris freaking Tucker. <sighs> well, he man... found boot a booty. <laughs> he found Buddha, didn't he? Well, I, I just don't find religion, and I can't. Res- I can't go against someone for finding religion. And I think it was down to Rush Hour Three, which was like his last. Outing, as far as I'm concerned, um, he may have silver linings up. playbook. Okay, right, but no, but like at the height of it all, where everyone was looking out for it, and it was like Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan, all back together. And I think I always remember the director saying, I think they wanted him to say something to the the villain he killed. It was meant to be something like "You're one crazy bitch" or something like that, and he, he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to say it, and I can't remember if he said it or not. But that's how deep and devout he was, and like you know, the world is dying to see Chris Tucker back at Smokey one last time in one last Friday film and it's like but he just wouldn't be able to play that role again you don't want to see him back Not as Carter Carter <laughs> come on Lee. Yeah. It, 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 it's he, he literally was the funny man he was everyone's funny he was that comedian you know he he owned it at that time everyone was you know 
it's Chris Tucker movie. Let's do it. We have to go and see it. And it just psh, off the cliff. Just oh, okay. And you see it, and you've seen that this guy is facing bankruptcy. Like, and it's like, dude, all you have to do, like, the, the films are there waiting for you. And it's just, they haven't come to fruition. They haven't come to fruition. And it's like, ah. You're a bigger Chris Tucker guy than I am, but that's because I haven't seen the fr Friday movies. Oh, it's only Friday one. There was no Friday movies. It was, Smokey I was just there was Friday. I thought there was like Friday and then there, there was like. Three, yeah, yeah, no, but Smokey, Chris Tucker was in Friday. Forget oh, next Friday, one. forget Friday after next. He was in it, and like after that, we're like Mike Epps are taking over as the um ice cube sidekick, essentially. Smokey's gone and now he's moved town and his cousin is now the, the, the role. But everyone's mm. like, but, oh, this is cool, but we need Smokey back. Like, Smokey was the best. Like Smokey was that magnetism, like it was that. And but it's that it's Agent Carter, like he became more than that, you know. It, you know, people even down to the madness of his character in Fifth Element. Like Chris Tucker is just gold. It was that's he was and it's gone. Well, yeah, <sighs> it's a crazy one. Yeah. Andy, I see your comment. You've already come up with the perfect casting for Wolverine. Mwah. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all know it should be fucking Zac Efron. Uh, right, my worst. I have two AJ because. One is wishful thinking, as in, I wish this guy's career would fizzle out. And one is the punt from earlier. Okay. Let's deal with a punt from earlier. Megan Fox. Mm -hmm. Because let's be real. Has there ever been a case of Hollywood casting someone purely for their looks more than this? <laughs> Probably not. Probably Maybe not. Rosie Huntington-Whiteley, which is kind of literally, let's see how bad we can really get. Again, both Michael Bay castings. Just saying. This girl was not talented, was very attractive and charismatic, but she was not talented. She's not going to deliver scene-stealing films. So she, she's just she, not. She fit in the category that it was. Like, she was in the blockbuster attraction films, and that was it. Yep. She was in the blockbuster that. attraction films and she was in the, the bargain basement kind of sexy horror movies like Bloody Valentine or whatever it was called. This girl owed a lot of her career to being cast in Transformers and for Michael Bay using her. Now, <laughs> I've made no mistake on this channel and on this podcast that I do not like Michael Bay. I think he's a twat for numerous reasons that I have discussed Oh, so many times, and I do not like his movies. But I'm also a believer of don't bite the hand that feeds you. Like, say what you will. Yes, is the guy he, he brought them sure. to you. He brought them to life for you. So he gave you your career, and you then go and call oh, him sorry, Hitler. You're talking from her perspective, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. gave you your career, and you then call him Hitler. I don't. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's proper duh. Yeah, yeah. There's no other way to describe it. It's proper duh. I mean, this, yeah. I mean, this. <sighs> Megan Fox, Charlie Sheen are in that same sort of. <laughs> oh, okay. But again, I. And, no, Charlie and... could act. Charlie could act. No, Charlie can act. But what I'm saying is when the world had pretty much left him and he just had two and a half men going on, 
he took which you. he was still great in. He was awesome. He was way better than Ashton. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's not even a comparison, but he still had a a, a beef with the person who was keeping him putting the the change in his pocket. However, and I'm not tiger taking blood, sides man. on either That's of it. Fucking tiger blood, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking sides for anyone on any of this. Let's not, again, going back to it, you don't bite the hand that feeds you, but if the man's moving like a freaking tyrant, and I'm not saying I'm going to use the likes of Hitler to be any like form of comparison, it shouldn't be hidden either. Like, if the guy... It's not. Michael like Bay a... is notorious for being an absolute monomaniacal micromanaging bully on his sets. Like, you know, he's one of those guys, he, he's he's Vince McMahonian on his sets from what I've read. Like, like, sneeze and you'll lose your job, that type of thing. I'll tell you what, although I don't like his movies, there's one thing he does that I will always give him credit for. Although all of his movies, yes, they're million, million, millions, hundreds of millions, right? He always knows how to maximize his money. Case in point, Transformers, first movie. Believe the budget was 125 million, made 800 million. Pirates of the Caribbean, 350 million budget, return of 550 million. Pirates of the Caribbean, the third one, the budget was 300. Yep. Okay, so 350 million. This is the difference between a director who knows how to use the budget that's allotted to him and one who doesn't. I'll say what I will about Michael Bay, but that's one thing he does very fucking well is use the money that's... I'm not. Oh, I am fucking, but like he uses his money well. You, Even if you made me, you don't own me. Do you understand? So if I have to come back and be like this guy, prick. Don't do it on a premiere of the movie you're starring in. That's unprofessional. That's all kinds of unprofessional. There you go. So, (laughs) now, whose career do I want to fizzle out? Gavin Mann should know this. What type of acting can I not abide by, AJ, other than bad acting? Would it be this one? Yes, the whisper actor. This guy needs to fucking do one. Eddie Redmayne needs to leave. He needs to be gone. So, is he not in this latest fantastic movie? He is, and he's awful. He whispers the whole movie. <laughs> okay. Wanting to fizzle out, we, we fucking Will Ferrell would have been at the top. But I mean, like, it's a bit of an awkward one, isn't it? If yeah, but the, still active. He is. No, I said I want him to fizzle out because he's got the world fooled that he's really good. And he's really not. Oh, bro, do you know what? Do you know what? And I, I know the, the like, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. Mm hmm. Trial of the Chicago 7, he was pretty good, man. Enunciate your words. Sasha Baron Cohen acted circles around him. Of course, fucking Cohen owned him. And Cohen is not a fully trained actor. Again, (laughs) agreed. What more do I need to say? You want to go that way, but... All right, fair play. Fair play. I mean, it's kind of awkward because he's not fizzled out. So I wish no, I, 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 I said he hasn't. I said I want him to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Kevin, man, whisper acting. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> uh, 
Oh my god, Billy Mountain says, Have you heard that Megan Fox is gonna be in expendables? What the fuck? Oh no, I hadn't actually. <laughs> Captain Man. Nico, release Feral, release the Kraken. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think we were playing it on that game of hope because Will Ferrell was kind of like my go-to for that, had it been there. Um, Billy Mount says, Nico, speaking of Michael Bay, have you seen his recent film Ambulance? I did actually. It is so bad. It, it, uh, I didn't even bother reading it. Like, it, it, <laughs> like, it, it was so bad. You know what? Honestly, because put it this way, even if there's not a review, there would be a text between us that would be like, oh, I've seen this or what have you. The fact that there wasn't even a text to acknowledge this film. No, no. You didn't want to waste breath on it. So I'll, no. I'll, or, or even type I, in time on it. So I'll, I didn't I'll, want I'll to it. type the words Michael Bay's ambulance. I didn't even want to bring it to anyone's attention. I because you know what it's like in it when you when you're in one of like the WhatsApp groups that we have, you sort of put in the group like, oh guys, I've just seen ambulance, don't bother. Then people are like, What? Let, I, can't be that bad. Let me let me see what this is about. It's like no no no. no. Silence is the killer. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Your worst. Right. My worst. And there was a lot of hype around this guy. It might be so unjust to everyone, but I just remember that he had this flash in the pan moment. And I got a picture of him now. You may not even recognize him with the picture I put up, but I couldn't stand the guy. And I'm quite happy that he fizzled out. Tom Green. I. Oh my never... God, is that Tom Green? I believe so. Do you Holy know what? It, it could. I, I really hope I just haven't picked some guy's Facebook Tom Green. I, that, that could be wrong, right? I could <laughs> be wrong. I, like been I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm, it's there in case of copyright and I've just put up the wrong Tom Green. Apologies, but it looked like it. I think it is him. It is him. I, mm. I'm confident it's him. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Right, there we go. There we go. I, I, do you know what? Even the hype behind it, I just didn't find it funny. I've never watched Freddy It was Got so I shit. I don't plan on watching Freddy Got Fingered. I found him to be Bro, Have you not worst. seen it? No. No. I saw hints of it and clips of it, and I was, I started to watch it. I was like, what is this shit? Because everyone was on his old, Daddy, would you like some sausage shit? I was like, I will give it a shot. I started to watch I said, I'm not watching this fuck. I am not watching that for shit, right? Ever. <laughs> I remember watching. I remember hearing Road Trip is amazing, and I Road had good fun good. with Road Trip. I fucking hated him. Yeah, there is not a thing. There was a Tom Green show that was out at the time. Not a chance. I am sorry, Tom Green fizzling out was one of the happiest moments of my life because I never, <laughs> ever, ever understood the hype. Nor me. Yeah. Well played. Great. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sprung into my head, and I couldn't. Un, I, I could never unsay it. I wasn't even sure if a subject like this had worse, but I, I, I just put it in there as a just in case. The fact that you had a worse, I'm like, let's do this shit, and I dropped it. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Green was not for me. <laughs> but it's okay for Tom Green to hump a dead moose. <laughs> Well played. That's the only time I acknowledge the name Tom Green. <laughs> oh dear. And everyone's saying like Road Trip, Road Trip, Gavin Man, Road Trip, Billy yeah. Mount, Road Trip, Tucky, was, Road Trip. Was he, was he the star of Road Trip or did you just enjoy Road Trip for what it was? No, I it's a guy you mentioned there. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go figure that. Yeah. Even the other skinny dude who ended up with a big black girl. Like all of them, I just didn't, <laughs> there was nothing about him 
being yeah, he was the narrator to the story, which helped, but he wasn't great. He wasn't he, those awkward moments when they cut back to him and he's trying to be funny wound me up. The film itself is good. Unleash the fury, Mitch. If we're go- if we're gonna be, if we're gonna you didn't be like real, him putting a, ma- a mouse in his mouth, going. Oh, there we go. All of that shit is not for me. If we are gonna be honest, <laughs> Euro Trip is way better than Road Trip. Oh yeah. <laughs> Scotty doesn't know that Fiona and me do it in my van every Sunday. <laughs> that film was absolutely nuts, and I remember thinking, "Oh, is it like the sequel to Road Trip?" When I- Everyone day, thought that. Everyone thought up that. Up to this day, Eurotrip is one of the maddest, most insane, hilarious films I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm fucking sick and tired of you fucking eye ties. I am Swiss. <laughs> Them two. <laughs> <laughs> film's brilliant. It's when they, it's when they were on this low Bratislava. Bratislava. Oh, here's a fun fact. You kissed your sister. <laughs> Everything about that film just me And you know, you shouldn't be so like racist or stereotypical, but it's like, you know, they're down to like a fiver or what have you. And they go to this, they're even like kings. It's like, you're taking the piss. That's just out of order. Oh, I'm American Nickel. I opened my own hotel. <laughs> fucking dog with a human hand in his mouth going, <laughs> I love Roach. Yeah, England, yeah. that's it. England five, Germany one, Man United number one. Only time you'll ever fucking hear me sing that shit, mate. Yeah, no, oh, I love that film. And again, guys, again, the, the comments came up. Show me something more than Road Trip where he wasn't the star, or prove me wrong. Was he the star of Road Trip for you? I don't think so. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. There we are. Sorry. I was going to say thank you, Tucky. You've literally just taken the words out of my mouth. Brecken Meyer was the main star in Road Trip. Yeah. Was in Rat Race too, but I can't remember much else. So maybe he's another contender for this list. Good point. <laughs> Brecken Meyer was never a big deal. I think I think Brecken Meyer is one of those guys, and he's he's happy that he's had the acting career he's had. So hey, I got these motherfuckers fooled. <laughs> I think that's Brecken Meyer. All right, cool. Is it number one time? <laughs> Sorry. Um... What do you I'm, want? Just looking, I'm just looking here. So we had Road Trip. Despite how bad Freddie Fringard was, Rip Torn was pretty damn it. I, 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 maybe. But again, it wasn't Tom Green. The guy was a prick. Sorry. Daddy, Daddy would you like some sausage? Andy, just had to Google Tom Green. Not heard of him. The only film I have seen him in was Charlie's Angels, and that was terrible. There we are. Um, so mixed memory really also put this one. Dolph did actually cross my mind, actually. It's, it's, it's at a far level of... Makes memory really full statement is, guys, here's an opposite view of someone I would like to make it come back, Dolph Lundgren. I'm kind of mixed when it comes to Dolph, if I'm honest. So he was in... The- Dolph's done fine for himself. He's been in the Expendables oh, franchise. He was in Aquaman just three years ago. And he did... Aquaman, that's my thing. Right, that's like one of the few good... Well, good, it's an okay, DC. It's okay. By Wonder DC Woman standards, is, it's good. Put it that way. I get Man of Steel is still their crowning achievement yeah. in their DC verse. Uh, it's all downhill after that. Like Wonder Woman's probably the next best movie. And then the Schneider Cut. Yeah, then the Schneider Cut. I'm going to be weird here and say the original Suicide Squad because I fucking love that film. Yeah, it's, it's mental. Like it's mental. We, you didn't get into it. 
No, no, I said it was part of the universe. I said it was. Yeah. So I, I obviously but it was actually part of the universe. Yeah. yeah we had. Do you remember how much you and me freaked out in the cinema in that movie? Like it was just like. It was that like, here's all the candy you fans here have some candy. It was it yeah, was great. Yeah, here's that, here's that. Fucking Harley Quinn in her proper outfit. Do you remember when you grabbed me? You were like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god, they paid homage. Oh my god, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it so really. Fucking... Um, Go on. I can see Gavin. Yes, Rat Race would qualify for it. Did make my list, Gavin. Thank you very much. That is very true. Yes, he did used to date Drew Barrymore, Tucky. Um, we're talking Tom Green, and I always thought, how and why? Drew Barrymore nearly <laughs> made the list as well, actually. Yeah. Um, she was she was on the list, and I just substituted her very last minute. Actually, for my number one, because I realised I left her out. Um, yeah. I've just figured out who your number one is. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and Kevin Man says, Dolph Lundgren has the power, but it's not. <laughs> I really need to read these stuff before clicking them. You need Welcome. to screenshot that and send it to Tone with me doing this. Yeah, what's it? Done. <laughs> good, good play. Fucking unlimited, unlimited tone. I loved everything about Eurotrip, really, man. Free. I loved everything. Finney Jones Euro. in Eurotrip was great. Absolutely great. Cool. My, well, we both punted both of our number ones. Um, yeah. Hilary Swank. So, based on the picture that you've put up, have you? Yes. Did you enjoy? It's very good. I think you've made a big deal of it, though. I don't think it's on the level that you put it. It's very good. It's very, very good. I I never entirely bought her as a boxer. That was kind of like a big barrier I had to deal with the movie. I felt it as a... I come up and as it started to establish, the accident happened. And that's I thought what she did well as far as the boxing was concerned. She definitely acted out her skill level developing. Like what it is at the beginning, just you know, unable to hit the speed bag, and then all of a sudden she's going it's like, okay, cool. Um I was a lot more interested in what was going on with Eastwood and Morgan Freeman, to be honest, than with her. Which is, okay. I know, a travesty to say, but yes, I've seen Million Dollar Baby, so you can strike that one off your list of things you can troll me on, bringing it all the way back to your number 10. Ha <laughs> ha! Um, this one, okay. yeah, exactly, that one, yeah. that one, that old chestnut. This one is a head scratcher. This woman is a... You know, sometimes when people win an Oscar and they think, oh, it's a one-time thing, you know, you got lucky, there was no one competing that year, or, you know, it's sympathy vote, DiCaprio, shouldn't be that. But fucking, let's be honest, The Revenant was a fucking sympathy win. Shouldn't have been that. With, with DiCaprio, it's like, it's not that he was shit in The Revenant, but it's like, oh. No, he was, he was, he was, he was fucking great jump. in The Revenant. Yeah. This is yeah, it. Out of really, everything he's done, it's like, this one. You got The Departed. I mean, he should have won for The Wolf of Wall Street. That was a fucking joke that he didn't win for that. Um, they don't always get it right. Me and the this winter. woman, this isn't a one-time Oscar winner. She won two. Yeah. When you win two, you're certified. It's beyond argument. She's beautiful. I keep on going back to this looks thing, but it, listen, how often have we said on the show, Hollywood loves stars more than actors, right? Christian Bale is an actor. 
Chris Hemsworth is a star. He can act, but he's not he's not fucking holding scenes with Christian Bale. Let's be real. Yeah. Hilary Swank had star power. She had acting chops. She's aged well. She's a two-time Oscar winner. What the fuck happened here? So do you know what I, I, I personally, and this was off the top of my head, right? One, I saw that she had done that film, that The Hunt, which I remember I wanted to see during that whole lockdown period. And I just didn't get a chance to watch it. Um, that I didn't actually know she was there, but I saw her name listed in that. So I thought it was still a film that was actually going to get a cinema release and it's been quiet since then. But I find that Hilary Swank, and this is why I didn't make her number one, because I was like, if we're going to talk by acting level, that's a surefire number one. Yep. Surefire number one. She demolishes my number one, which know where we're going with. even like chris tucker doesn't deserve a number two you know like she's got that slot ed norton if we're going to both star power her and ed norton dominate the list the rest can follow and fit in as far as i'm concerned yeah i'd still argue norton hasn't fizzled out entirely fair play fair play but what I he's working with I wes find, anderson but sorry carry and, on. And this is off the top of my head right this is really very much off the top of my head when i think of it I find that it comes into peaks and troughs. Like she, she'll do an amazing film, then it kind of goes quiet. She'll be in something or the other. It picks up and then it goes down again. So it's like it's a bit of a trending fizzle with Hillary Swank. I feel. When I was the last wrong. time she did anything of note? When was the last Bro, time you remember it, a Hillary it, Swank long, movie being in the prior, cinema and prior, you went, "I need to see that"? Prior to Million Dollar Baby, mm-hmm. right? The gap between the two Oscars, could you name a load of the films? And I could be wrong. Again, this is very off the dome. Not without yeah, looking at IMDb, no. Come again? Not without looking at IMDb, I could. This is no. what I'm saying. So that's the way I felt about it. And, and again, her, she popped into my head and I hadn't really done the research. And that's why it was at a number four for me. I could be right, I could be wrong. The community that we have... Without have having done the research, for me, the fact that she's... For me, without having done the extensive research, the fact that she's a two-time Oscar winner. Bro, I get it. That she I has it. the looks. But it could, fact, it could be... Uh, it's weird. All right. Here's a way of putting it, and I'm not putting them in the same category, so don't jump down my throat when I say this. It could be a, a case of selective... Film. And that, again, the last film she was in wasn't great, but... Well, in the fact that no one's talking about it. But you know how Day-Lewis is selective? So it's it yeah. step away, come back. Could this be what Hillary Swank potentially does? I could be no. wrong. No, because she hasn't acted properly in years. I mean, again, it all lays down to what's what's there and available. But that that was my main argument the for. The, 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 bro, the fact that nothing is being made available to a two-time Oscar winner is literally what fizzled out is. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, but. Again, the, the the angles behind it is yeah, it, it's a weird one. But again, when we look at what what cinema has developed into, as opposed to what she's worthy of doing and what she chooses not to do, it's this weird balance. There could be a lot of shit that I'm unaware of. With again, without going to the IMDb's and you know, your Wikipedia's to get the full film listing. That's where I'm like, I'm not sure. That's why it is. Either way, where is she? Is, is the is the main question, which I agree with. But that I'm just saying why it wasn't number one. Talent like that doesn't just disappear. It's it's I don't get it. Anyway, go for it. Your number one. Yeah, my number one. 
At first, I was there again. As I said, Rick Moranis was going to be my number one, but I always remember when we <laughs> kicked off podcast when we started talking about it, and I've chose this picture specifically because it was the last the last time I ever saw her. Where the Bad hell did you go? And this was a person like we 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 kick it off from the mask, and everything that she done after that, people paid attention to. I'm not saying they were all good, but Cameron Diaz movies were a a go to. And that's what I when I was listing it, and again, I'm looking at the powerhouses. Like I was like Norton, but I, there's a reason behind it. You know, everyone kind of had a reason. This for me, it was like well, yeah. I think there's something to be said about the fact that she just stopped getting roles and then decided to say, "I'm done. I'm retired." But then why? But like, where, where, <laughs> what, what for? Like she, she, as far as I'm concerned, okay, Bad Teacher wasn't the greatest film. I had great fun with it, but it's, oh, I I it wasn't, yeah, I mean, financially, it probably didn't do what they expected it. But I, I yeah, it did, mate. That movie was probably made on a budget of about twenty to thirty million, and it probably made something like a hundred. It did fine. All right, cool. So then, right, let me check that out. You got me interested in that. Cameron Diaz made money. Why would the roles have stopped? And again, going back to your your statement, like what you did with Julia Roberts, if we're going to look from the last time she was seen, I don't feel that looks have dropped in any kind of category. Like she's still no. Cameron Diaz. <laughs> she she is able to pull off the hot teacher. That is Yo, exactly big man. Check it out. I've got a photo here of when she was young and when she's older, and she looks great in both. Yeah, yeah. Do you know talking about this? She was on the list before that because I always remember Cam. Apparently, her and Snoop Dogg went to the same school. I think she said. I, I read this just the other day on Insta. I think I went to school with him. I think I brought weed off him. <laughs> he was the year above. I think I brought weed off him. I was cracking up when I read that. But yeah, another fun fact there. But yeah, where did she go? And that was why that was the one that just baffled me the most out of all of these. Like others, I've got some form of explanation. Cameron Diaz just stopped. Like so the budget for Bad Teacher was 20 million. It made worldwide. 216 million. So then this is what I don't get. This is where, this is where I... Oh, by the way, can, sorry to cut you off. Can I just say, this is a prime example of what I've been saying on the group for ages. Like, there needs to be that space in Hollywood where you're not minimum $100 million and up budget and you're also not Blumhouse level 5 to $10 million this, budget this movie. What? You need that 20 this, to 40 million budget movie and they don't seem to exist anymore. This is what I was going for when I was talking about, essentially you've just broken it down into figures when I was talking about Elijah Wood. It, it, yes. That's that area. That is what has yes. been missing since mid, what, 20, 2010s maybe, if not before. Like the 2000s is the last Shouldn't have said it. that because now everyone's getting about, oh, those damn Marvel movies. Of course, but it, essentially it is what it is like let's be real it's very hard to attract people for much else more uh, for, for, for let's go back to anything else now right you take our group all right we're called comic book whatever the whatsapp group but you would people would actually clamor for something like jurassic park like we'd have been like hey that, that dinosaur movie looks cool oh godzilla versus king kong let's do it fucking dominion jurassic world dominion these are conversations we're just like so we're meeting for strange do you get what i'm trying to say as much as we all appreciate film and cinema, it has been... In fairness, bro, I'm the only one who's going in there each week and seeing a different movie, sharing my out-of-theatre reaction reviews on the group and trying to say to people, hey, there are other movies to see. <laughs> like... I, think, you know, listen, I think Tone does it. 
I know Nath is incapable of doing Yeah, but then Tone fucking turns around and says, the Northmen shit. It's like, yeah, listen, say you it. don't get it, that's fine. But don't go it, around and say the Northmen is shit. Down that, even down for this weekend gone, three times we tried to go cinema, but it, it just didn't. But it wasn't, the, the, the goal wasn't cinema, it was mixing around other bits. And, and that's where it comes into it. And it, that's what I'm saying. People make time for those when really the other films are busy there. So like coverage to you for it, like go forth because that's what's meant to be there. But I feel the world just needs to and again so who's so 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 then the question becomes who's at fault the consumer or the provider? Of course it's the consumer. It's supply it's basic economics, it's supply and demand. Yep. But people want to blame the studios but those damn Marvel movies of which there are but, five that come out a year and this last weekend there were like four completely no sequel no reboot no sidequel no spin-off no big ip four original movies that came out in cinema sonic made is, more sonic TV. sonic made more money than all of them combined i don't watch much tv so i can't answer this question but i would like the world to answer it for me what is the marketing like for these stuff? Because this is also where the studio will have to take part of the blame. You need to put an investment in something oh. that's not an IP to convince the world into it. Now, if it does happen, I don't watch TV, so I can't say. I legit can't say. Whereas well, Sonic Ball Cat... Trailers drop on YouTube now, not on TV. There's literally channels like Film Select. There are channels which the big studios funnel their trailers through ign do it film select do no, it i get it i get it like, but those no if if, if you care and actually give a shit about things like and that starts with you if you care and give a shit about what people are labeling the survival of cinema which is the dumbest thing i've ever heard but like let's go with this this idea labeling this the survival of cinema right the onus definitely is on the studio to get you interested there's no doubt about that no one's saying otherwise these smaller budget films do not have the budget to go and do these big marketing campaigns that the blockbusters do consumers need to be understanding of that consumers can make a small effort to go to a fucking trailer channel Hit that little notification bell and just be, and then like, yeah. Bro, but I had bro, I had bro, one pop up today happens, that I've never happens. heard of. But that is as a film fan, as a film <laughs> fan, that is that as a that's casual. Where, that's who we're talking to. Yes, yes, no. But what I'm talking about, we're talking about the survival of cinema here, right? Aside from this, right? From that same argument you're taking and that same token, from that, the same way Morbius can pop up in between. Just to reduce that fucking investment in that popping up between every music video I'm going to watch on YouTube when I'm going to YouTube, it wouldn't hurt to get a little taster to show people that there's something other than comic book movies out there. That's all I'm saying. Because that's essentially how it's going to you. As a film fan, that's a complete different story. Your your ear is to the ground. There, There are some shit that's always going to happen if you take a keen interest. But it's the casuals. In order to maintain this industry... It's the casuals that need to be in there as well. It, it's cool. Tough. So this is where people like me come in. And I'm, I, I'm not putting... I'm not, I'm not, no, no, no. I'm listen, not, listen, listen. You don't know the point I'm about to make. Listen. For the casuals, 
Word has to reach them in other ways because I keep on telling you this. You cannot get these million, multi-million marketing budgets, which is what these trailers cost to make, mate. You have to, because they're not made in the studio. You hire out a media team to cut your trailer together. Mm. Then has to be advertised to fuck. These, these trailers are millions. It's a multi-million dollar game now to do these trailers. These, some of these trailers cost more than these fucking smaller movies cost to make. Yeah, like, but we, how, how are you going to compete that with that? Bracket, that bracket that you're talking about is a different bracket completely, bro. Like, in the fact that we're talking about a film, like the Cameron Diaz one that was there, mm-hmm. with a budget that was what have you, it still made it to certain mediums that we were able to catch an awareness of. It. It's well, not The Cameron Diaz thing, we talk about star power. That's down yeah, to Diaz. Saying, but this is what I'm saying. You're in, the investment can go there because star power attraction will work. Sure. Even if it's there. And this is where it's, they are, for themselves, getting lazy with the guaranteed cash cow. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? So, yes, I'm not, I'm not saying you're Me, taking over. Uh, your... there, there is so much means for people to be informed about what is coming out now. You've got the obvious one, which is when they're going to see their big IPs, get there a bit early, watch the trailers, see what's coming out. That's how we used to do it back in the day, right? You know, you show up to the cinema, next thing you know, you're watching the fucking trailer for Jurassic Park 2. It's like, what? This is a thing? YouTube didn't exist back in the day, right? So that's how we found out about things. Um, much like you, I don't watch TV. YouTube channels dedicated to trailers. Film critics, like proper film critics. Guys like Mark Commode, again, who has his own YouTube channel, who writes for the fucking Guardian, who writes for, you know, the pay- I know, God forbid we should read nowadays, but there are literally film critics who you can watch and read small little snippets of that say, this film is worth your time if you're into this sort of thing. But no, no, no. We don't want to read film critics because we're more interested now in the fact that fuck film critics. They don't know what they're talking about. They always get it wrong. Power to the people and all that bollocks. Instead of actually listening to the critics and being like, hey, all we do is watch movies. We draw from a wide scope. We're not saying that everyone will like this movie, but this is what this movie is about. This is who's in it. This is what you can expect from it. Please go and support it. It's worth a watch. No, the critics are all wrong. <laughs> and then it comes to the low, low, low tier, like myself, you know, not even a critic, a pundit, a guy who literally goes to the cinema, enjoys it, shares it with his mates, puts it on a YouTube channel. There are so many fucking free avenues now for people to find out about cinema and about what's coming out. They don't do it. Yes, I'm... <sighs> I feel this could be a debate longer than it needs to be. And I'm not yes. disrespecting <laughs> anything you're saying. But in the good old days of, oh, let's see what's out there. Yeah. It was available. This is what I'm saying. People who are just on a casual Saturday night saying, right, we're going out. That isn't there. The, the choice of just having it there. I, I could be wrong, but I feel like trailers were more prevalent. To give you that level. Because, yes, everyone's going to run to the blockbusters. Sorry, what do you mean trailers were more prevalent? What I'm saying is is that I I believe trailers for that lower-budgeted films were available. You would see them for... you. It wasn't just the blockbusters. You would see trailers for other films out there available for whatever media. It wasn't just reading a newspaper. I will guarantee you now, I have never... All right, no, that's a lie. I'm going to lie because I did use to buy Empire Magazine at one point. But it was it was because of my passion of film. Before that, it's because I just 
kept a keen eye out and I saw it. And that's what I'm saying. That's the missing point in this whole thing. They're leaning too much on the big budgets, but I don't, we're just sure. going to be going around in circles. So I, 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 I respect you, what you do. I thank you for what you do, but <laughs> thank you. they, they need to do a bit. What, well. what I'm saying well. is that I think people need to take a bit of onus on themselves instead of, because for me, it, it's just almost, this is, it's an almost schizophrenic conversation. It's like on the one hand, you've got people saying like, Cinema's dying because of all these fucking Marvel fucking Marvel movies. I don't agree with that. I know neither do you, but that's that's the fucking common sound by now, isn't it? Hey, fuck Marvel, all these big IPs there. Then you've got the same people saying, fuck the critics. The critics don't know what they're talking about. Same people, mind. But it's almost like they're arguing with each other. It's like, fuck the big budget. We don't want to listen to that. It's destroying cinema. Fuck the critics who are supporting independent and lesser-known cinema. They don't know what they're talking about. What are you left with, then? Because that sounds like you've put yourself in an awful dilemma there. So you don't want to listen to... This is what I'm saying. This is where a trailer comes out and you just get your own fucking opinion. Yeah. <laughs> As I said, let's leave it because it's just going to be the hamster wheel right now. I appreciate what you're talking about in terms of finance. I get that. But yeah, we were able to see them before. If, if people saying. could put down the torch and flames, drop, leave their pride at the door and stop the whole critics don't know better than us because shock horror. I'm really sorry to say this. Yeah, they do. They actually do. Is their opinion more valid than yours? Of course, it's fucking not. We're not talking about opinions here. Opinions are boring. Everyone's got one. Are they more informed than you? Yes. Listen, listen, listen to what the people informed say. You don't argue with the math teacher about fucking maths. You don't argue with the physics teacher about quantum mechanics, unless, you know, you know that shit better than they do, in which case, fine, right? But if you look like a Sheldon Cooper or something. But you've got so many sources now where you can actually get informed. Free sources. But no, fuck the critics and fuck the big movies. <laughs> and cinema's doomed. Oh, gee, I wonder why. I wonder, th thanks for the helpful tips, people. By the way, I'm not saying that applies to anyone in the chat here. This goes without saying. Okay. Um, I'm just seeing comments coming through, and I'm, okay. Um, well, bring them up, uh, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually going back to what, like, the last thing I remember seeing. Um, fuck it up. We've been busy. Um, release Feral. Um, Stephen Seagal, Whisper Acting, Danish. Oh, girl. you're going back that far, bro. I've got you. I've got you. I've got you. Okay, go. Because I'm just seeing like a lot of stuff. Andy Hart, Hilary Swank has always struggled to get top parts, even after her first Oscar. It doesn't make sense. Completely agree. Taki says she doesn't seem to be have many big blockbuster type movies on her CV, and maybe wrongly or rightly because of that, her name value suffered. Question mark. I'll listen to that logic. There's certainly something to be said about big actors. Jared Leto, I think, being a great example of this, who go and win an Oscar, then go do big budget stuff to, you know, get their name in the public sphere, then go back to doing Art House and kind of seesaw back and forth between the two. There's definitely something to be said about being smart like that. Andy Hart says, Cameron Diaz hit 40, didn't want to take the parts that fucked up Hollywood offers for women of her age, so she walked away and retired. Ah, didn't have Then respect. Then respect to her. Fair play. In which case, it's not a fizzle out. <laughs> well, no. But you make um, both of them. 
Gavin Mann says, speaking of working with a budget, John Carpenter is your man. I'm almost tempted to say he fizzled out as a director, despite how much I love some of his films. Carpenter is a great shout. The Thing. There you go. Look at look at what he did with nothing, other than some fucking snow and puppetry. Insane. Andy Hart says, big IPs make all the money, but wouldn't exist without the industry as a whole. It's the mid-budget movies that come out each week to keep the cinemas open for when the big movies come along. Yep, correct. Gavin Mann says 70 to 80% of the biggest box office films are from a franchise or IP, and that is the problem. Uh, the Leia Luna says she had gotten married, had a baby, and I think she decided to want to be a, uh, a mum full-time instead of putting the long onset hours and missing time with her child, which That's as a new father, I respect. So it's not a fizzle then. She's, she's taken the decision to walk yeah. away by the sounds yeah. of it. Good. Makes me happy for her. Uh, Francis on says critics should be used as a guide tool along with popular word of mouth for deciding whether to jump into an opening night viewing or simply wait until DVD release. Yes. And that's, by the way, shameless plug here, but you'll notice since I've started doing reviews again, I never give a rating out of five or 10 or star rating or any of that. I literally say, see it in the cinema with a warning of what you can expect don't bother wait for it at home like i've got a ranking system now which is exactly what francis has just talked about and if you haven't seen my reviews they're on the channel right now there's one for the northman in the description below which i'm very proud of tucky says there definitely was an element of mystery pre-youtube and social media the only way you'd catch a trailer was on tv or at the cinema other than that you go into the cinema blind i prefer that it was nice and, you know, there was magic back in the day, wasn't it? Where you'd kind of go into the cinema and be like, oh, fuck, what a, what, what a trailer. You know, there was a buzz about going to see trailers, wasn't there? Now it's like, yeah, I don't know, you see the new Star Wars trailer on your fucking like, itty bitty phone, which is not how those trailers are meant to be consumed. And then when you see it on the screen, it's a different experience, isn't it? Because it's like, oh, wow, look, at, look how big it looks, you know, the way it's meant to be seen. But the surprise and mystery that's just been alluded to is gone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sad uh francis lalonde says critique this movie succeeded failed because versus rant this movie sucked yes 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 and that's why i took exception to what big tone said it sucks it's shit it's weird i'm like it's weird yeah but the artist but it was more of a kind of a what did he say Long story short, he said something along the lines of he doesn't believe the group by which we were aiming he's talking to would appreciate it. I think he found I agree with that. Yeah. Um sometimes I think these guys are being um I think we we, we underestimate what what, what attention because I think there's some film aficionados out there. We just tend to lean more towards the blockbuster talks sometimes. Which is, I don't know, man. It seems every time I've mentioned something which is a bit avant-garde or a bit out there, people have either gone, mm, it's fine, or they've gone, I don't like it. So just saying, that's the that's the experience I've had on that group. Um <laughs> Gavin Man even says Nico, I can hear Big Tone saying that. <laughs> Right, thank you. Uh, the Leia Luna says, I only use ratings to decide which movie to watch first between two movies. Leia, I wish every film fan was like you. See all the movies, budget allowing, of course, and time allowing, of course. But that's our list, guys. It's your Rushmore time now. We've got a few of you which have sent in your lists. Francis Lalonde says, My Rushmore, Bo Derek, Madonna, Julia Roberts, Lon Chaney Jr. I'm not going to lie, I don't know the third one. 
The the fourth one. Launch anything like that. You've edutained me there, Francis. Mixed memorabilia says my Rushmore, not in any order. Edward Norton, Hilary Swank, Charlie Sheen, Julia Roberts. Okay, that's twice now Julia Roberts' name has come up. Gavin Mann says Brendan Brendan Fraser. What a great shout. Um, Ralph Macchio. Talia Shire, great shout. Michael Keaton. Yep. Mara Wilson, Edward Furlong, Corey Feldman, Steve Gutenberg, Macaulay Culkin, and John Travolta. I mean, that's all valid, you know. Andy Hart says, my top four, Wesley Snipes, Adrian Brody. Brody's working with uh, Wes Anderson. Um, Wesley Snipes, Adrian Brody, Hilary Swank, John Travolta. Twice. Travolta twice, yeah. Robert Downey Jr., twice. Um, I think from that, Julia Roberts kind of needs to be on this. What do you think? I have no problem with that. Again, I've, I've got to go with it. I just, I, I'm, I think I read that she did stop for parenthood, but um, people seem to be more clued up, and no one has said otherwise. So I'm going to go with it. Can I have Hillary? I have no beef with that. It's my number four. How about the? How, I was about to say, how about the American History X boys? <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Now, if we're talking actual actors, yes. If we're breaking it down on actual actors, yeah. That's a good fucking list, you know. Yeah, fuck it. Norton and Furlong? Yeah. Yeah, I could work with that. Is there anyone else that you you were toying with? Not that I think they would get any respect. I mean, again, we're going to be like, did Chris Tucker really fizzle out because he chose religion? Sean William Scott is only going to be called Stifler. These guys actually have variety. So mm. on that wave. Well, it's funny you say that. Makes me remember Billy says, I do think Chris Tucker should be in the final four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I'm going to put it out to you guys. Furlong or Tucker? Uh, I, think Norton, I, think Norton, <laughs> I think Norton's more cemented in than mixed memorabilia. Says no one has mentioned Mel Gibson, or have I missed something? Well, do you Gibson, know what happened? Gibson crossed my mind, and then you put out that film with the puppet last week. Well, the Beaver was 2011, bro. Oh shit! Okay, but you got to remember that he's more of a director now, and he was an Academy Award nominated director a few years ago for Hacksaw Ridge. Like, this is true. Gibson's and doing the, all right. And there was there was the controversy which kind of told him to stay away from the screen as well. Yes. Gavin Mann said Furlong. Um, but I reckon we just go with it. I'm cool. I, just, I don't like to piss off mixed memorabilia. But don't, I don't, don't, don't like, like to piss off mixed memorabilia. I don't, I don't like to piss off Gavin either. So. <laughs> Should we do it? I thought so because I did look at the name. Lenny from Of Mice of Men. When I typed in the name on Google, I thought I recognised the face. I swear, John, and... I swear John Malkovich was... No, bro. Don't do that. <laughs> no, we're talking the black and white version. Bro. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Um... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie Mount Rushmore of actors who fizzled out 
in no particular order is Julia Roberts. Our second entry is Hilary Swank. Our third entry is Edward Norton. Our final entry into the movie Mount Rushmore of actors who fizzled out is Edward Furlong. Okay, guys. It was part of me that wanted to put Elijah in there, but we can stick with Furlong. Yeah, yeah. Because the jet, yeah. Anyway, we'll leave it there. Okay. Guys, so now you know what to do. Just head on over, as we said at the top of the show, just head on over to at Movie Empty Rushmore. We will be putting up our poll there. And you just get to put your vote. There it is. It's as simple as that. You have the choice between two powerful ladies and two powerful gentlemen. We are talking Hillary Swank, Julia Roberts, Edward Norton, and Edward Furlong. Team American History Essay. Um, yeah, <laughs> such a powerful movie. Jesus Christ. It's such yeah. a good film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's it, guys. So, yeah, um, once again, just thank you so much. Again, if you haven't already, and I'm sure you have, please, any likes are available, whether it be on your Facebooks, your Instagram, your Facebook or your YouTube. Just if you could if you could do those ones, if you could share it as much as possible, those thumbs up really, really do help on those platforms and the sharing as well. Because yes. you know yes, it just goes back to what we were talking about in terms of reaching the masses in terms of letting them know what's out there. Um, if people enjoy yes. films, this is a platform by which to do it and to be recognized. Share it on Twitter. Share the, sh- share the link on Twitter, guys. You know, you've all got Twitter platforms. I chat with a lot of you over there. Share it on Twitter. Get the word out. Tell tell your followers that they're missing out. Your followers are likely going to have the same interest as you. Bring them, bring them for the fun. Yeah. yeah. So we, we, we truly, truly, truly do appreciate each and every one of you who come in weekly and all new all new guests as well, whether it's new because you've just been on Twitter or pod and coming in. Live squad, pod squad, vod squad, no matter which platform you, you've found us, we appreciate you. And that's the key part. And yeah, long may it continue. So thank you once again. Thank um, you to the Leia Luna for joining us. Thank you to Wayne McAuliffe for joining us for the first time. Thank you to uh, Mount Billy, th- Billy Mount 3. Thank you again. as all new names I'm seeing in the chat. So really thank you everyone for joining us. Um, question here from Francis Lond. Topic, I'm assuming, for next week. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> okay. That part from Griff was like, is it a different topic? Have you not seen the trailer for the, unbear- for the unbearable weight of massive talent? I've seen part of it, but there's more the posters along the buses that I've seen. Like that. Um, yeah, Bro, that. it's so funny, the part where he goes up to Pedro Pascal and he goes, this guy, Harvey, he's not going to want me to like sleep with his wife or anything. I am Javi. Okay. It's fucking great. <laughs> I'm re- I really, really want to see it before it leaves. I the actually world. wanted to see it this weekend, but I was on the other side of London and I just couldn't make it. I couldn't make it in time to catch the, um, yeah, to catch a screening, essentially. Oh, so. and it's top Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, guys. Um, I don't know if we'll ever do a bottom anything because we're not here to like bash someone's work. It, you like, a ball? I was going to say Bolt, Bowl and Feral, but apart from that, it's just, yeah. If you're working, actually, you're working. Yeah, if if you can't produce good, then yeah, we'll do your top bottom. But apart from that, if you can create good, we're not going to... Cage is fire, man. Yeah, that's what I'm it's saying. I, I, I don't need that. We don't need to put any hate on it. So that's the one. 
So once again, guys, um, absolute massive thank you. If you do want to pass it on to anyone who's a, who's a poddy, any any pod squad people out there, we are available on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Deezer, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Tuna, Stitcher, and Geo Seven. All people have to do is search for Movie Mount Rushmore. Hmm. And if you like the content that we bring you, which is each and every single week right here on the Silver Screen Dudes YouTube channel, or indeed, as AJ said, on our podcast platforms, Movie MT Rushmore, you will find a link down in the description below that will take you to buymeacoffee.com forward slash movie dudes. And for literally less than the price of your daily Starbucks, because I know you all are drinking Starbucks on the daily, paying that £3.95 for a fucking latte. I hear you. We all do it. Um, yeah. For less than your daily Starbucks, you can just show these two guys who kind of put two and a half hours in every week to prepare shows for you. Hopefully make you smile and laugh a bit. There's no expectation, but if you do want to support us, the option is there. Option is there. That's the one. Okay, guys. Been an absolute pleasure as always. So until the next time, I am the one AJ Anthony Jordan. And to answer Andy Hart's last question, Cage best films or his best performances? That's a very good one. We're going with best films, right, AJ? Mm. it's normally a mix in it in these kind of categories but yeah I suppose films films so best fake cage films I'm Nico Luro shout out to all of the Nicoholics I know you're mostly I'm with AJ but shout out to the guys who are on my side and I'm <laughs> the Nicoholics I'll see you guys all next week all right, have on. a good one see ya <laughs>